Radical Grove Parliament Podcast. He goes by the name of Rich Moyer. What up, dog? What up, what up? How you doing? Good, brother. How you thanks, doing? thanks for coming in on such short notice. Such, such short notice. All good. Sorry, I'm a side chick. Just Man, keep me as a side chick. 3,000 <laughs> killed this shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Like they they should have not put anybody else's verses on this one. Just just yeah, just his, and then like, right, and then a hook at the end and be like, all right, well, yeah, that's that's all we need. Because Jim Jones had to rap on this after him. Mm, yeah, that's that's, that's, a, that's a hard follow. up That's why Wayne always had the last verses on everything. Yeah, you couldn't put them first, otherwise people don't even listen to the rest of the song. Yeah, they learned that off of that. Uh, what was it? The holler holler at me, baby, mm-hmm. when he came on. He got the right one. I'm Wazy Fucking Baby. Yeah, then everybody else was like, okay, next. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Paul Wall shit was pretty hard on that. Should we listen to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Kanye West rap after Rock Him once. It was terrible. Oh, that was on the that's classics? That's close. That, that's on the classics? You know. Mm-hmm. So you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. But see, what's funny about that is there's like the album version and the video version. Yeah. And I think the video, they switched it to where he Rock Him was at the end. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They did switch it up. Yeah. But when you hear Kanye after that, you're like, man, he yeah. sucks. You know, Kanye probably, yeah, they were like, mm. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> like, well, you, I mean, they had Nas, Rock, and Rakim. Yeah, you they, can't yeah, compete like, with that. And KRS One. Yeah, and KRS One. Yeah, and, and Kanye doesn't belong in that. Premier did the beat, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My next number, I'd like to return with the classic. Yeah. So all this right. guy knows his songs. Yeah. All right. So what's up, man? How you doing? Man, All right, so, I can't complain. so what we do here is we just kind of talk about journeys. <laughs> that shit sounds so fucking gay, don't it? <laughs> we just talk about Not your that journey. Not there's anything wrong with that. We just talk about your journey to success. Now, the main thing is here is just kind of like give the people a story on how you got from point A to point B, you know, uh, and all the stuff that happened in, in between point A and point B, but mainly to kind of show that you don't have to take the typical path, you know what I'm saying? That most people think. I don't even know if these kids nowadays think about it that way. Mm. All these kids, like nowadays, everybody's like, "Yo, I'm just gonna fucking graduate and start a YouTube channel." Do they? Do they push <laughs> college like that still? I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, they don't push college at all. I think it's a waste of time, waste of money. Yeah, I think it is too, unless you know exactly what you're going for. Yeah, unless you're gonna be a lawyer, a doctor, or dentist, something that actually you need to go get the education yeah. for. Yeah, that's like if you don't go without knowing, you just like. Mm-hmm. Wasting time, and you come up with a psychology degree that you can't use. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. There's I only said, yeah, get, <laughs> to go work in nine to five. Yeah, there's oh, only one go, reason. I can go ahead now. Yeah, we'll go ahead. And let you. You've been you've been on man. You've been gone for a minute. Let, let it rip. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so these motherfuckers. <laughs> no, um, no, but there was a time when you couldn't really get a decent job without a degree, no matter what the degree in, yeah. in was. You just had Is to that have still the happening these days? That's my question. No. I don't know if that's a prerequisite anymore. Not at all. At I mean, I'd rather hire somebody that, that didn't come from college. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're brainwashing these kids nowadays yeah. and just yeah. get them to a point to where they don't really understand the, the real world and what's going on in the real world. So well, College is supposed to teach you critical thinking, which a lot of people don't really have. Right. But you don't have any work experience though either. Like a lot of these kids will go through high school with no job, through college with no job, and they 
don't have a job until they hit 22 years old. Thinking they're supposed to be the boss. Yeah. And they come out, <laughs> let me get 150K, and yeah. I'm going to work 20 hours a week, and yeah. this is how it rolls. Yeah. Playing just, video games. not how it works. No social yeah. life. I mean, it's the same thing with the hair shit. Like, when, even though you went to hair school, you had to go learn, like, the shit that don't teach you on the playground somewhere. Mm -hmm. The real people. People, people go to college to get a job to pay for college. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's backwards. It's I mean, a system. It's a, it's a business. I've it's met just like hospitals. It's yeah. a business. I've met doctors that actually regret going to school for that and going into debt and being a doctor and shit like 100%. that. 100%. Hmm. Could you imagine coming out with that? Eight years. It's, what is this like? What is it like? $250,000 of debt? Tack on that, they got the highest divorce rate too, or one of yeah. the highest divorce rates. Because like, <laughs> they all fucking so that shit is all, That shit is all, <laughs> all backwards. Either that or banging their nurses. I mean, <laughs> they, in the, they in the courtroom like, well, why don't you, why don't you feel that you can pay this amount now? I'm, I'm still paying the college, y'all motherfucker. Like, now true. I gotta give her yeah half of nuts. Did I don't she, have? Did she pay my college? That's true. Like, <laughs> gotta give her four grand a month for child support. Yeah, yeah. fucking kids. These fucking kids got everything. <laughs> Two switches. <laughs> one for when the other one goes dead. This motherfucker got the switch on the TV and the, the handheld switch. I'm still trying to pay off my college fucking debt. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so where were you born? Originally from Northeast PA, Pocono Mountains. The Poconos. Poconos. Poconos and the Poconos. Lot, a lot of snow up there. Oh, nothing but snow. Yeah. Snow, well, now they got a casino, though, if you got a gambling problem. I do. The, the, <laughs> so. Now y'all got casinos in the Poconos? Yeah. What? So what was it like just growing up with that much snow? Shit, I was just up in Buffalo for that winter storm they had during Christmas. So Ooh. the snow in the Poconos really didn't seem like much after going through that. But it's just depressing. <laughs> Four months out of the year that you get sunshine, and then the rest of the year you don't know. Shit, it might snow in April. You got more than where I was from. I'm from Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. So like, Way was worse. it like you just have to wake up and shovel? Yeah. yeah like, so, like, you wake up early, go shovel. Oh, no. <laughs> you go wake ahead. up, like, every hour or three. If you, you had a... Use a an, snowblower. Yeah. If you had an older car, you were just putting that uh, auto start on remote. That way you can just start it from inside the house. Hopefully that shit melts off. But if not, you're going out there scraping windows. So, so like, you put, a process. You, you put, put the, snow, the snow clothes on, go handle the snow business, come in and get ready for school. Yep. Yeah, you look like that kid from a Christmas story. <laughs> Dude, all packed <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Not get, fun. Did you get to sweep, like, where I lived, I did have to, oh God, what's the words I'm thinking of? Plow the yard, plow the yard, plow the driveway, like, every couple hours mm, sometimes. That horrible. Yeah, just like, when I was up in Buffalo, they... Her uncle, who we were staying at their house, he had to go out probably every three, four hours just to so it wasn't four inch or four feet. That's crazy. You Man. like the weather here? I better? was in Lake Tahoe one time snowboarding, and we got hit with like a a, a big ass snow. And on the day we were leaving to go back to the airport, our homeboy fucking strapped a chain to the rental car. <laughs> that motherfucker came out of there. I thought I was like, oh shit, we gonna buy that motherfucker? Because <laughs> like he just got like they got like an old beat up fucking big ass four by four truck they used just for this. They yeah. fucking strapped that chain on, wrapped that motherfucker around. Vroom, vroom. That fucking little explorer they gave us fucking came out of the snow. I was like, oh shit. Oh god, we didn't get guard. we didn't get the insurance. <laughs> oh man, but no, nah, they knew what they were doing apparently. All right, so grew up up north. And then, did you do? Did you go to college? Northeast PA, man. I played all varsity sports as a freshman. So basketball, baseball, and golf. Ended up having a D one scholarship to play baseball at Lafayette College in PA. Backed out of that. Just was tired of the Northeast. Was tired of the snow. Was yeah. tired of 
playing baseball in the gym in the beginning of the season. Damn. Yeah. So damn. What? Dropped out. Or not, I didn't back out. I never really took the scholarship. I started to really get into golf um, in high school. So jumped into the golf industry, moved down to Myrtle Beach because I went to some warm weather, 18 years old, bounced down there and got in the golf industry, became a Class A PGA pro, so basically a club pro or teaching professional. Ended up doing that from 2006 to 2012. Yeah, I think that's that's when I met you. Twenty probably. I mean, I moved, I moved at, to Charlotte in 2012. Yeah, that's when I got out of the industry. So you went from the Pennsylvania to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And then you went to that school down there, the the Q school. Yeah, yeah, the golf school yeah. no longer open. Yeah, yeah. Is it really no longer open? Nah, Damn. they're no longer in business. Where did everybody go now? Because like everybody went to Myrtle Beach. Now it's a. You can go to Coastal Carolina. They got a PGM program, uh, four year program. Um, what, what was your favorite courses down there at Myrtle Beach to play then? I was a assistant pro at the Resort Club at Grand Dunes and then Pine Lakes yeah. Country Club. So obviously those two of my favorites. Tidewater is a great golf course. Dunes Club, top three for me. Myrtle Wood, uh, the decent. old one. Yeah, I mean, we used to play a junior tournament there. And then Caledonia. You used to play the witch. <laughs> the witch. Remember and the all them? The witch, the wizard, man of war. Man of war. And what was the one? Waterway Hills. Waterway Hills. With the gondola. Yeah. And it's gone. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And My then, top course down there is probably Caledonia. Yeah. And remember John Daly had that one, the Wicked Stick. Wicked Stick. Remember that one? Is that gone too? Uh, probably has to be. All right. So down there. PGA ain't up. So on like when you're doing that, you just like work in the clubhouse, like a GM and giving lessons. I started as just bag drop. Working what? out bag drop. What's that? Just picking up people's golf clubs, washing their clubs after the round, putting yeah. the golf bags on the cart, making sure they're good to go. So just entry level position, and then worked my way up into the golf shop with just an assistant pro, mm-hmm. basically a overpaid shirt folder. Yeah. Um went right. through the PGA program to become a class A pro. So that's just a up to six years but it took me about three years to do all the testing go down to florida each there's three three levels go down to florida each level do the testing down in florida and then once you pass all three levels you become a class a pro what'd you have to do to pass first thing you got to do is play a playing ability test so you got to shoot typically 74 to 76 but it's two rounds in the same day yeah um the issue is not shooting those numbers it's mentally knowing like i'm going into this day and if I lose, if I make bogey on the first hole, now I only got a couple strokes to work with. Yep. Right. So it's it's the only round of golf ever that you go into knowing exactly what you have to shoot. Mm-hmm. So that's the step one. Once you do that, then it's all educational stuff. So everything that we kind of learned in school, we I just redid again, but it was on my own time and own dime. Did you did you hit your numbers the first round? Nah, I missed it by one on the first one. Oh, then, damn. Uh, <laughs> the second time I I shot seventy and seventy three. So. Yeah, that's do the uh, round do the rounds roll over? So if you go like super low on the first one, you get X amount of like gimme strokes on the next round. Yeah, yeah, it's two. So so if you go like sixty five on the first one, yeah, you, you can blow up on the second one. Yeah, damn, that's still tough. Though. Mm-hmm. Unless it's changed, uh, but that's how it was when I played. What kind of what kind of clubs were you playing then? Back then was Titleist. Ah, uh, no, TaylorMade, TaylorMade irons. Yeah, yeah. What and what what driver was then? Ooh, I have no idea. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> what year was it? That was 2008. 2008. Nah. What was the 909 and shit was out? The D- Titleist 909? Yeah, I never really played with yeah. Titleist until I became uh, an assistant. Then I got on staff with Titleist. 
Oh, and then you were like, yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I'll so take I gave it all for free. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. want to give me that for free? <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, y'all, still, y'all still repping Scotty Cameron, too? Yeah, let me get a few of those. <laughs> I wasn't there yet. You got to become see, head pro or the GM at that point. Where they throw you to the Camerons? Yeah. Have you seen, like, how the head cover is, like, a fucking the Scotty Cameron head cover is, like, a second-hand market now? Like, Oh, fifteen hundred dollars, three thousand yeah. dollars yeah. for just the head cover. Yeah, yeah. for like all because they do so many different head covers. Mm-hmm. It's like a collector's game now. Yeah, that's crazy. We took our shit and fucked them away. <laughs> like I had a Newport, we fucking dipped it in Coca Cola and soaked all the gunmetal off of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We took them head covers and threw them. Toss them. Stupid. All right, so Scotty Cameron's a putter, by the way. What what, what clubs was you hitting up down in Myrtle Beach <laughs> then? Freaky cheeky. See, I never really went out, man. I didn't start drinking drinking until I was 25 when I moved to Charlotte. What'd you do? Did you just golf the whole time? Grind it, man. Just my my mindset was well, different. Well, you had to be up at fucking 4 a.m. too. Yeah, all my friends were bartenders, so I you know I went out and there was Club Crypt tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys went there. All my friends were bartenders <laughs> there, but they're all older than me. They're uh-huh. all five, six years older than me. All living in the same house, so I got like. 30, 28, 30 year old guys living in the same house, but they got nice cars, but no money. Yeah. So I was like, man, y'all are doing it backwards. So at 18, I was like, I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to start studying, get all my PGA stuff done, save up all the money I can. At 20, 20 years old, I bought my first house. Right. And I had a couple of those friends move in with me. Yeah. And they were paying my, and you were like, my mm-hmm. mortgage. Um, so I just kind of learned from what they were doing. It was like, man, this is, no, they you guys they are backwards. They yeah. had a fucking whip at Myrtle Beach, fucking all them hoes down there. Making, <laughs> I mean, all them beautiful young ladies. <laughs> making eight, yeah. $800 to $1,000 a night at yeah. Senior Frogs or Club Crips a night. But then the then the the wintertime shows up and they didn't make anything. Nothing. Man, no money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I really didn't do much, man. I didn't go out. I didn't drink. All of them were like, yo, you want a shot? You want a shot? And I'd say towards the end, I might have had a few, but for the most part, they were handing me Mountain Dews and Red Bulls just to keep me up at night. And then I'd stay out, wake up at four or five, go to the course and <laughs> kick it, kick it, save all the money I could <laughs> yeah. save. And, you know, it worked out. I actually just recently sold that house. I owned it for 12 or 13 years. I just sold it um, about a year ago. Made like two hundred fucking thousand dollars on that bitch. Nah, dude. there's no appreciation in Myrtle, especially really? on a townhouse. Yeah. Oh, I made about about a hundred grand on it. That's still good. Shit, my wife just made a hundred grand in three years on her townhouse well, in yeah, Charlotte. That's, so. that's, that's, Twelve that's years or three that's years. That's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that fucking nuts right now? That shit's doing that. I've it, sold all my commercial properties in uh, my lake house actually in the last year and a half. There was a period of time when you couldn't get rid of a townhome. Like, you couldn't sell them. Mm-hmm. People just didn't want them. They usually don't appreciate like yeah. that, but... No, they never do. This is the crazy times. That's I, all changing here in the next six, eight months. And then what brought you to Charlotte? I mean, I used to visit up here with some friends. Um, we'd come up here for their birthday parties or whatever it was and visit from, from Myrtle and realize that Charlotte has some opportunities. Yeah. Um, so just, was like, I want to get out of the golf industry. Every one of my members at the club were business owners or in sales. So I just was like, I'm moving to Charlotte and I'm gonna get into sales. Got into sales, moved up here by myself. Um, ended up finding somebody up here that gave me a, a job in inside sales with Extended Stay Hotels, which is a hotel mm-hmm. company. Did that for six months, got an outside sales for a payroll company called Paychecks. Yep. Did that for six months. I actually did it for Paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> did that for twelve months. You still use Paycheck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. 
did that for 12 months, but realistically six months. And then the additional six months I was grinding, make, start my first business. Was that the, the, the one lines? Yeah. The, the construction. The, yeah. All right. So, so, uh, but when you first came up here, you worked at Sycamore too, right? Yeah. When I yeah. originally came up, that's when I, I've just kind of needed to get into Charlotte. So yeah. the gentleman who owns Sycamore, old Sycamore, now a good mentor of mine, good friend of mine, BB Belk. And he was like, he met me down in Myrtle beach. He's like, I need somebody to come kind of take over my club in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So an opportunity that came up, I came up just as an assistant, kind of like a undercover boss type yeah. situation to find out what was going on. And the best thing that ever could happen for me was he didn't want to fire the GM and right. the guy he needed to fire. So he handed me a check and said, look, I, you know, I, I broke my promise, but it led me to getting into the sales industry a lot quicker than I probably would have. Oh, okay. So the first thing was Sycamore. First thing was Sycamore. Right. And then, yeah. you, then you jumped to the sales thing. Yeah. Because when I first met you or knew about you, it was when you were at Sycamore. Because this girl, I used to cut her hair. She was talking about she was dating this guy that worked at old Sycamore. I went and played golf out there all the time. And she showed me a picture and it was him. I was like, I've seen that dude around. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I don't know, maybe a year or two later, we played golf together with our with mutual Jerem. friend, Jeremy, who me and Jeremy grew up together. And that's when I, I put it all together. And I was like, oh, shh. It's like, <laughs> where, where we play that day? What's that place that Jeremy was a member at? Rain Tree. Rain Tree, yeah. Where's yeah. that? That's right there on Carmel, ain't it? It's down. Um, it's in Matthews, I, I guess you would say. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. Ma- Matthews, Charlotte. I heard of it. Pineville, Matthews. Yeah, Road. Pineville, okay, Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's yeah. two courses. There's Cedarwood. Okay. Yeah. There's across the street. Okay. Yeah, see, we got that bitch ass par four that you got to hit an iron off of, and they got that big ass water in front of it. You know I don't know how about? people remember. I could play a golf course a hundred times and forget what I did. Really, I can. All, I just always remembered that shit. It's fucking weird. I used to draw them out when I was in high school, like the holes. Yeah. Game plan. Yeah. Never stuck to Smart. it. Smart. <laughs> Never stuck to it. <laughs> <laughs> just did it. Didn't do anything with it. My all notes right. say iron off the tee. Fuck it, driver. All right. <laughs> all right. so, so now tell us about starting up that construction thing. Yeah. So I was at when I was at Old Sycamore. Um, I met a guy. Well, I, I wasn't actually didn't meet a guy. Actually, after I got into the sales industry, I was with Extended State Hotels. The exec or the CEO at the time was Jim Donald, who was the old CEO of Starbucks, uh-huh. and it was the Starbucks was the only company he ever took on that was successful. Every other company he ever took on was like, like extended stay hotels was struggling. So one day I just walked in his office and said, Hey man, I'm looking to start my own business or get into sales. And he's like, here's what I recommend. Do the job nobody else wants to do. Uh So basically take the job that nobody else wants. And he related it back to golf, right? It's easy to take a 20 handicap and bring them down to a 12. than it is to take a two handicap and bring them down to a one. Um, the other thing was if you can sell, you can do anything. Uh So that led me just kind of like, all right, I got to get into an outside sales job so I can start to really network and just get that vibe of like self-motivation because in Mm -hmm. outside sales, you really, I mean, you have a boss, but you don't really, you got to wake up and go get it. Mm -hmm. And then I went and played golf at old Sycamore and there was a guy out there just detailing cars, ended up meeting him and I tried to pick him up as a client. Was his name Duncan? Nah, his name was Lee. (laughs) Um, Older guy, he actually uh, was in jail with BB Belk. Mm-hmm. That's how they met, and when he got out of jail, they kind of stayed in touch. And so he would come to the courses and detail people's cars. Yeah, while they were out playing, he uh-huh. was detailing mm-hmm. cars. We used to do that as car boys. Yeah. So I <laughs> and we did tell the we did tell the pros that we were going to do it. <laughs> so the next thing you know is is us the car boys driving people's cars around, and we were driving them down to the car barn and watching them. <laughs> 
He was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? He's <laughs> like, oh, man, we started this little side hustle washing cars while people were out playing. He goes, damn, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy money. Yeah. And we were doing it for like 10 bucks. Just knock them out with the pressure mm-hmm. washer. Yeah. Damn, you were cheap. Yeah, super cheap. <laughs> I mean, we were in high school. We were yeah. fucking 13, 14 years old. You know, we weren't supposed to be driving a fucking car around. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it a, it's legal in the parking lot though, right? No? No, I don't know. I mean, we drove them from the parking <laughs> lot. Private property? Down, down the car yeah. path to the car shed. Just exterior. Yep. And then put them right back. Yeah. They came out with the yep. little... Clean car. Ten bucks ain't bad if it's just exterior. Yeah, it's just exterior. Yeah, just knocking off the dirt. And, and it drives by the time they're done because yeah, it's well, a hot. Well, it was two of us. Day. You know, yeah. so once you get everybody going, we so we'd leave, you know usually it'd be two of us on. So somebody mm-hmm. spraying or somebody you know washing spraying, and then we would take the towel and knock the water off of it, pull it back around. Done so. Fucking easy money. Yeah, my we car washing. Ten of those, hundred bucks, easy. fifty bucks a piece when we was in high school. Shit. Tack a tip on that. Yeah. And yeah. And they all, you know, most of them didn't have 10s on them. 20s, like 10, you know, keep 10. Mm-hmm. You got any change? Mm-mm. <laughs> no change. Nah. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> everybody gave me 20, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody did. <laughs> oh, well, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so, so you, then you, then you, you took that information you gave and you started the construction thing. So, yeah, at the golf course, met him. I tried to get him as a client. Yeah. And just bugged him and then finally he was as a paychecks client yeah yeah uh-huh. i was with paychecks yeah. i just happened to go play golf at, yeah. at old sycamore try to get him as a client bugged him and finally like four or five weeks after he's like yo i'm I, i'm finally at a point where i got like a business and i need payroll so i met him at the starbucks off 7th street we kicked it for a while and he was like you want to kind of help me build this business and he became a mentor mm-hmm. um so he he had his own business with the detail and stuff and all that and ended up helping me start my first company, which was One Lines, and it was me, and I brought another buddy of mine into the business because he worked for Paychecks as well, was one of the top sales guys in the in the company, and we started the business basically with this gentleman and took it from just cleaning, you know, he was doing anything, just pressure washing. Um, he got into construction, and that's where his first job was. It was just pressure washing brick. And we took it from that, and we did 1.8 million our first year, 3.6 million the second year, then 6.5 million. Um, but the story's kind of crazy in those three years of everything that happened. Wow! Well, tell it, tell the crazy story. Mm-hmm. Uh, year one was good. I mean, you know, we had three of us. Growth was going well. Uh, my buddy that, that I brought in, you know, it just wasn't a good fit for him. Uh-huh. So we just mutually said, you know, it's not working. Right. So we separated. We we bought him out. Um, and then the other gentleman. I'd say probably eight, maybe 10, 12 months in, uh, maybe a little bit longer, maybe it was year two, just disappeared. <laughs> what? Right? Yeah, just disappeared. Um, so at this point, I had 100% equity of, of the company after buying my buddy out. Um, and then this guy was just kind of being a sales partner slash mentor because he's done it before and disappeared. He actually brought his kids in from Kentucky. Um, so, the, I, the, so the main dude you started it with, one guy disappears. Yeah. And then the other dude, you buy him out, like the, the main dude in the beginning, and he just is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought him yeah. out. Um, he went back in working with, with Paychecks. He's uh-huh. been super successful since with real estate stuff, and right, he started on, on. his own company. Confused. All right, so there's the old man that was washing cars. The old man is the guy that disappeared. He disappeared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he was kind of my sales guy out in the streets and just on the job sites and we grew very quickly so mm-hmm. um i ended up taking more of the the business side of it and handling the office side so yeah he just disappears but at this point he 
he's fortunate enough to get his kids back, right? I'd right. go back to he was in jail, so he, uh-huh. he did some things that he shouldn't have done. He gets his kids back from his ex-wife in Kentucky, so he's got his kids here living in Charlotte, nice little spot in Ballantyne, just disappears. Now I got two kids. Yep. I think they were nine and 11 at the time. Oh, shit. So these are like kid kids. Kid kids. Your kids or his kids? No, his kids. His kids. I ain't got no kids. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. What the? (laughs) Where is he? Did you ever find him? Hold on. The story. What's the story? All right. So this is the first time. So he disappears. Uh Uh-huh. You know, we're reaching out to him. Phone's off. And at this point, the company was super successful. So he's got a S550. I got a GLE AMG um, coupe. And he's got this car, but everything's in my name. Uh huh. Everything's in my name, and um, I'm trying to get a hold of him. Couldn't get a hold of him. So at this point, I'm like, shit. GPS. I got the phone. I got the app. And for some reason, it hit me like weeks later. Find out, but it's in a five mile radius. Find out where the car is. Uh huh. Finally, go get in touch with him. Drugs, cocaine, hookers. Um, was just spending money just like crazy. Yeah. Um, took everything away from him. I actually had to repo. The first time I had to repo the car myself, and um, I don't know if you know Jay and Marcus, my business partners with the ice cream shops. Yeah. They they came with me, and <laughs> we're on the like on the Plaza Midwood Villa Heights side before it became nice like it is now, and found the car on on our GPS. Went over there. He's pulling parts because at this point he don't have anything he's yeah. got like a big rv out there with some other dude and they're pulling parts from this rv i guess the junk and, and get some money for mm-hmm. drugs cars outside on luckily i had a spare key but it, cars outside on and just music playing i didn't see nobody out there they pull up i jump out of the car jump into the s550 start backing it up and boom they both two guys pop out him and another guy pop out from underneath the rv because they're uh-huh. scrapping yeah 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 I just peel off and go. Um, at this point, now he has nothing, right? Don't have right. the S550, not, no pay, no nothing. Comes back probably a few weeks later. It's like, man, I need help. Yeah. So got him rehab, sent him out to actually California to like a really uh-huh. expensive rehab spot. He was out there for 30 or 60 days. Um, came back. Obviously, trust him that he's going to do the right thing. His kids, we sh- sent his kids back to Kentucky with the yeah. mom. He comes back. He's good for probably six months. Gets his kids back again. Boom. Kids yep. come back. Gone. Disappears again. At this point, same process. Trying to figure out where the car is. Right. It's just so happened that it's like a couple seconds from the office. At this point, my, my parents moved down. My uh-huh. mom's helping me with my bookkeeping. She's doing all my accounting, all my invoicing. She's with me and Jay's with me. I got my F-150 and I see the car. I was like, yo, that's my car. Because <laughs> I gave him the car back. Uh-huh. Jump in the F1, or I'm in the F-150 with them. So I got my mom in the front seat, and I got Jay in the back seat. Just, it's at a, damn, what's the fast food, seafood joint? Captain D's? Woodlawn, yeah. Captain D's? Captain uh-huh. D's. Pull up, literally just right in front. He's at the window. It's not even him. Oh, shit. He's got the car. He's got somebody else using the car. Mm. So I got the key. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, you got to get out this car. The lady, this had me dying. The lady at the window, literally, because I'm in between the car window and the window for serving. Uh-huh. <laughs> she literally reaches around my body, shuts it, and they call 911. <laughs> so just funny as shit, because I see this hand with a bag of Jimmy D's or whatever the hell the food was. <laughs> Captain D's uh-huh. <laughs> reach around me. Get to the point where... Oh, wait, she reached around and gave him the food? Yeah, she and reached then she around brought her hand body. back in? Yeah. <laughs> 
so I I get to finally get to this this kid and he's like, nah, man, this ain't your car. This is Lee's car and blah, blah, blah. I was like, look, I got the key right here. This is my car. I suggest you get out Before you go and to give jail. me the car, right? If yeah. not, I'm going to call the police. So my Ford F-150 is blocking them. You can't go anywhere. Girl's in the other seat and she's just in a robe. She don't even have no clothes on. It's oh, just shit. in a robe. So yeah. probably somebody that they were just all doing drugs uh-huh. in this house, whatever it was. End up getting the car, drive it to the office. Jay, I think, took them. Like He's like, I'll, I'll take you back to where the house is or close to where you're going, but I'm not taking you there. Mm-hmm. So I think he dropped them off on the street, made them walk walk back. We took the car to his apartment complex and just it was gated. So we yeah. went in there cleaned it out i mean there was crack pipes there was stuff all throughout it cleaned it out um whole side was damaged he he must have drove into something so both times i mean i think i did that in that year two um (laughs) year two maybe beginning of year three and then at that point um it was just me how old was this dude shit 50 something oh man he's older Super so, smart though. My is. man could sell and network, yeah. and he just had a just so a likable, likable dude. He had the itch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some people are. What yeah. did you? What, where's the kids? Kids, I again, I got stuck with them. My office manager at the time took care of them for a few days and sent them back on a plane to their mother. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I'm, and I'm, you were young when you were doing all this. Yeah, 25. That's to, a lot of responsibility. 25, for 25 year old. <laughs> yeah, you think all that stuff that's going on and on top of that doing, you know, three and a half to six million dollars worth yeah. of business. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate. Jay, my boy Jay uh-huh. that I own the ice cream shops with, he just came in and just kind of took it and ran with the, the business side. So had him with me. My mom was down here to be able to handle the bookkeeping. Um, but yeah, it was stressful and it, it was something that was my trampoline to success and allowed me to get to where I'm at. But Shit, those days are those days are crazy. So it was. So he started out pressure washing. So that was like y'all's first gig. He was detailing cars, yeah. Uh huh. And then y'all started pressure washing bricks and houses. Well, just commercial. Corpus. So we started with like apartment complex, yeah, apartment complex, mini mall. So who 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 had who had the tools to do that? Like, did he have the truck with the water tank and all that stuff? He y'all? had a small, yeah, small water tank just for right. smaller jobs. But the goal was. Um, what the, which is where he mentored me was like, look, the goal is not to have employees. The goal is literally to be a sales team for smaller subcontractors right. that couldn't sell themselves. Mm-hmm. So we would go out and sell other people's work. So if you told me to drywall, I'd go out and sell that work. Yeah. Um, and then I'd broker. I that's what I knew you to be doing. Yeah, I'd I broker the services. So then you just kind of started building a book of like people that like did whatever you needed. Pressure washing, cleaning, yeah. post-construction cleaning, drywall framing, acoustical ceilings, anything you could think of. I mean, that's how we got connected with Jerem. Yeah was one of the first jobs we did with him was uptown just to kind of demo and, and retrofit of a of an office space and that's how you met jeremy yeah oh i didn't know that yeah so 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 you would you would approach these places like how would you like paint paint a picture of like how to how the process go so like you you would kind of see like a new apartment complex or something was going up and you go in there and yep go into their their field office their little yeah. office in the field and that that's that trailer trailer yes <laughs> walk in and just say hey man we're one line this is the services we offer is there anything we can help you with it at the goal was always to get in with with one thing mm-hmm. um in the construction industry you uh, if anybody's all, if anybody's always, done anything you know electrician you're yeah. like yeah super referral based the super old school <laughs> yep. yeah super old school and then the biggest thing is like nobody answers their phone nobody or they, they <laughs> 
say, yeah, I'll be there on Tuesday and I never show up. So for us, it was literally just salespeople. We yeah. answered our phone. We said we did what we said we were going to do. At that point, it was, yo, you guys crushed that pressure washing. You got somebody that can clean. Yo, you guys crushed that cleaning. You got somebody that can do punch work, whatever it was. Yeah. So it just grew rapidly. It just snowballed. And Was it difficult getting the people to show up when they were supposed to show up? In the beginning, yeah. for sure, right? Just finding the right group of people. And then we realized, like, if we can find a small group where the owner is on the job, uh-huh. the owner shows up. The owner takes pride in his yeah. work. Right. So it was finding, like, those smaller companies that did good work but uh-huh. couldn't sell themselves. So it'd be an owner and maybe four or five guys or three yep. guys. At that point, it's just, hey, I'm speaking with the owner. The owner takes pride in his company and his work, mm-hmm. and he wants continual business. Boom, boom, boom. And then they refer us, oh, you need somebody that does this? Refer us somebody else. In the beginning, tough to find good people. Right. That's the pro- that's that's like the really – that's the trick. Yeah. But once you find them, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they usually want to work, and they want to do good work. Yeah. And then in that industry, everybody wants to refer their friend. Mm-hmm. So – Tell us the story that you told me about when you lost your ass on that one thing. Oh, that was with Hendrick Construction. It was a 72 <laughs> apartments. I might, we lost our ass on a few things, but 72-unit um, apartment complex. Uh, they asked me. We were doing all the cleaning, and uh-huh. they couldn't find anybody to do the insulation job. And the way I handled anything was like, you asked me to do it, I'll say yes, and then I would turn around and figure out, all right, how the fuck are we going right. to do this? Yeah. So the insulation job, they're like, here's our budget for it. It's plenty of money to do it. And we believed them, uh-huh. signed a contract, ended up being about two and a half times the cost just for material. I lost about 150, I think 150, $175,000 on the job. <clears throat> so, but we finished it. We did yeah. what we said we were going to do. Um, just realized who we were dealing with at that point. Yeah. Uh, they obviously, you know, we'll get you on the next job and it, right. we'll get you on the Real, next job. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. always how it is. It don't matter what company it is. And I realized this um, probably year two, just realized like, even Bats and Cook, J.E. Dunn, like these bigger companies at Dolphin Peterson who's no longer working here because they got their ass killed. Um, at the end of the job, they might owe me four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000. Yeah. Never see it. Executive VP or somebody comes in and says, all right, Rich, we're going to give you 50 cents on a dollar. We'll give you two hundred or two hundred fifty k. Well, I just paid, I paid all my guys weekly or monthly. Mm-hmm. I paid everybody, all my expenses. That's my profit, right? I, that's the money I made or that's the money that I need to utilize from do you think job. those big companies go into it knowing they're going to do that because they, they feel like they got that upper hand in that? They're the 800-pound gorilla, right? Yeah. They're multi-million dollar right. companies, and you can go to court with them. You can fight it. Mm. You're going to spend another 150 yeah. or 200 grand just in, in legal fees yeah. and litigation, and it's going to take a year to two years unless they settle. Yeah. At that point, you're settling at 50 cents on a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know, they know, they know, they the, know game. the game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the issue for me was we always came in – where our niche was, was we'd come in when other contractors were struggling, right? right? Drywall or the paint company or whoever it was, trim company, just left the job or weren't doing what they were supposed to do. So we came in and supplemented them and saved the job, even though it cost them a lot more money. So here I came in and helped you finish your job, yeah. and now you're taking 50 cents on a dollar from me. So it was it's a cutthroat business. It's freaking seven days a week and 18-hour days. <laughs> And that phone constantly ringing. Five in the morning. <laughs> Where the fuck your guys at? Yeah. Man, it's 5 a.m. They're having coffee. <laughs> yeah. In the truck right yeah, outside. Yeah, they're yeah, out there. They're there. <laughs> they're saying start together. All there. cold and shit. <laughs> <sighs> so, so, then, so, so you, you, you did that and then you sold it. 
Sold it February so, 2017. Who came in and bought it? A uh, gentleman named Mark. You said it was out of Atlanta, right? Was yeah, he yeah. was living in Atlanta and uh, had a successful residential company out there and just got crushed in 08, 09 mm. and just built his credit back up, built everything back up and got to a point where he wanted to own another business but didn't want to start from ground zero. So how how's he doing with it now, you know? Killing it. Uh, yeah. It's in Charlotte, Nashville, Atlanta. Oh, good for him. Um, he's all over. So he, he kind of did what I originally wanted to do and kind of told them to do once he bought it was to get rid of all the staff unless they're salespeople or just mm-hmm. kind of high level management. And now he's fucking doing it. Yeah. So then you sold your company and you made a whole lot of money. Got a decent and, paycheck. And what'd you do? So well, in 2016 is when I started the ice cream shop. So before I sold that, I got into that and just kind of invested with MJ and, <coughs> and Jay. Yeah. And that was something fun, but something different than construction. And that's turned into five locations or have six and seven um, opening up this year. What's so the name of it? Two Scoops Creamery. Two Scoops. Mm-hmm. So, but our boy Jeremy, he does cabinets. He was. Doing I don't. Yeah, he he don't do it anymore. No, that's yeah, what they, he was doing. When you met him? Nah, he was with. Um, damn, what company was he with? He was with Shield Sexton, and he was doing. He was construction manager, project you. manager. Yeah, because I never, I never realized how the fuck he got into that. Just from knowing him in high school. But he knew that. He always knew that shit, I guess. Yeah. You must not be a good friend. You don't know what he did. No, like in high school, we didn't talk, you know. I, like he was you a said, year must younger. not be a good friend. No, he, he, was a, he was a year younger than me. It's not like we went to school talking about fucking patchwork and shit like that. <laughs> you know I mean? And then, when I, then he was doing that when I met him. I was like, shit. So, all right. So then when you sold it, and then you start, the first thing you did was two scoops with them? Nah, two scoops was the year prior. Um, so that just happened while I still own the, own the construction company. Gotcha. The first thing I did was sold that, invested a good amount of it into commercial real estate, um, bought my lake house, and then the idea of hopping right. is, came but next. But tell us about Two Scoops. Like, why did you want to do ice cream? MJ, Marcus was a uh, family, family recipe his uncle had down in Florida. His uncle's got shops in Florida, and he's mm-hmm. been telling him forever, yeah, you need to open up an ice cream shop. So he came to me and was like, yo, you want to invest in an ice cream shop? Here's the idea. Um, I think Charlotte would be a good fit. So I was like, yeah, I need one. I got a good amount of money. I need to do something with it other than let it sit in the bank or spend it on shit that I don't need. Right. And it was fun. So instead of me waking up at 5 a.m., people bitching at me, (laughs) I can go in the ice cream shop and And see people happy. Ice cream. (laughs) Kids Uh, are like, ice cream. So it was. Mom, (laughs) I need some money. A different vibe and just something that was that was fun and uh, the startup cost was minimal. So y'all should play that y'all should play that Eddie Murphy ice cream joke on the TVs like twenty four seven. You know what I'm talking about? Loop it. Oh, yeah, just loop it. With it. Mom, I need some money. <laughs> y'all don't know that shit. Never. Whatever. Seen it. Wow. I've heard it, but I don't. Yeah, know I don't. I know so that. so <laughs> so you got into ice cream and you you scoop you scooping them up. Yeah, I mean me, Marcus, and Jay were in there. Scooping ice cream, man. We were known as the two scoop guys in Plaza Midway because that's where the the first shop was. So us three just kicked it, and it was a business that I thought would just be fun. We'd have one mm-hmm. location, nah. super lucrative. Um, we're actually in growth mode now. Jay is Jay just left uh, One Lines. He actually stayed on for a mm-hmm. little while to continue the growth, and he just left One Lines, and he's coming back on full board with ice cream shop. So goal is now to to begin to grow that to a point where we can get it to. You know, franchise. 10, 15, 20 locations. Probably won't franchise it. We right. do have a couple licensed locations uh-huh. where they'll pay us royalties and buy our ice cream wholesale. Dude, there's an ice cream shop in Waxhaw. They crush it. 
what's the name of it? Waxhaw Creamery. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Up north, people, and then moved down here. But yeah, they that fucking line out the door. Yeah. Is it like that here in Plaza Midwood? Well, see, they're like the only place in Waxhaw. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we just licensed a deal on Rock Hill, and it's, they've been open for a year now. They they opened up last January. Um, they crush. Yeah. It's they're kind of the only only ice cream spot in the game in downtown. There's another spot that's been there forever, but it's a little on like little on the outskirts, about 15 minutes away. Y'all need to get y'all some like. Get ice cream. You know how they do like the carts for the food carts. Get some yeah. ice cream carts in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. Who's your Who's your South competition End? in Charlotte? Uh, Jenny's. Yeah, that's your big one. Yeah, yeah, they're out of Ohio. Just a bigger corporation. Do a great job with marketing. Do a great job with their locations. They're yeah. expensive as fuck. They're expensive, and I'll put I'll put our ice cream next to anybody's. Where does he make the ice cream at? We make it in Plaza. Our it's Plaza shop at the Plaza shop. Yeah, where's so the Plaza? What shop? is it like? What does it take to make all that fucking ice cream? <laughs> A team, <laughs> like what? So, 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 step one, you gotta have like how much milk? So we we get all of our dairy is a high dairy or high fat content. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we get it shipped in on a on an eighteen wheeler. It's just like dumping milk in. Yeah, is they, it they by in bags. Yeah, okay. They come in uh, basically two and a half gallon bags. So, but they come in a box of five gallons. And then is there like a big like vat just just churning all this shit together? Yeah, we have right now we have two machines. We're about to revamp our whole back end and add a bigger machine. So it's like all the ice cream just starts out the same and then the flavoring separates it? Yeah. Uh, it- yeah, you have a chocolate mix, a chocolate okay. dairy mix and a vanilla. Okay. So and it's then- either a chocolate mix or a vanilla mix and then you throw the other shit to it. Yeah. So it's just like pouring Reese's Cups in a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so it's flavor on top of vanilla or on top of yeah, chocolate? Every, yeah. yeah. Is there any way to like just break out the vanilla part and just have the flavor? Oh, just like straight flavor? Yeah. <laughs> like all so Reese's Cup? Yeah. <laughs> no ice cream? Yeah, no ice cream. All, I mean, just you go to, you go to ice cream. I mean, cream and ice doesn't have a flavor to it except for cream. There's no vanilla to yeah, it. I see what yeah, yeah, yeah. So our classic vanilla is is the you dairy. Yeah, yeah. The dairy itself is not vanilla dairy. Yeah, of course. So it's just dairy. <laughs> so everything is mixed and then we create like our classic vanilla and we create our cookie monster or we create our mint chocolate chip or whatever we're so you saying just have like a like no no vanilla no chocolate just just yeah. cream and then throw the flavor <laughs> yeah <laughs> like if i want no strawberry additives. like cream and then just straight up strawberry yeah, so our strawberry is, is just our dairy mix and then we get but it's not vanilla with strawberry added to it no nah, it's no. a that's what i was trying yeah, to get yeah, it's, to it's a we say vanilla base just because it's it's dairy. You mean plain a, base? Yeah, just a dairy. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was saying vanilla, so I was like... Oh, How many flavors do you have? We carry anywhere from 24 to 28 at a time. And we've, made, we've made over, shit, at this point, probably over 150 different flavors. What's your best seller? Uh, Kid-wise, Cookies by the Sea, just because it's blue and it's got um, <laughs> Oreos, with kids soft batch Oreos huh? or soft soft batch chocolate chip cookies, Oreos, oh, and vanilla wafers. Kids are funny. What, what's the what's the best adult I, flavor you guys got? To me, the best flavor is cookies by the sea. It's still yeah, it's vanilla ice cream, Oreos, and salted caramel. But good. shit, there's so many flavors. I mean, our strawberries banging once it's when strawberries are in season because we pick them mm-hmm. from a spot up mm-hmm. in up in like uh, Mooresville, Statesville area. Where's the location of Plaza Midwood? Because I haven't seen right there by the record store on Central Ave. Yeah, right by um, right by Lunchbox. Lunchbox Records, right across from Central Coffee. Oh, okay. Yo, when I go get ice cream, I get the Reese cup put in the bottom, whipped cream, Reese cup ice cream in the 
thing. Wait, whipped cream on the top with more Reese's Cups. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yo, I fucking love Reese's Cups. I, I do, get, too. That's get, probably one of my favorite chocolates. I get red beans with my ice cream. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck is it? Like a red beans and rice? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You, you ever heard of it? The New Orleans no. ice cream. <laughs> it's no. good. What, what's it called? Cajun, Cajun. beans? Cajun bean ice cream? <laughs> Just red beans and ice cream, man. Man, that's some you shit. Hot I sauce on Where you, Where'd you come across that? It's an Asian thing. Oh. We might have to toss this to the production yeah. team. They, like, do it, they do it in Hawaii. Red beans and ice cream? Yeah. That sounds terrible. Oh, it's flipping delicious. No, ain't no way. If the, man, if the Asians like, fuck with it, it's good. Yeah, it's delicious. Remember Boba? Everybody know what the fuck? Then they showed up with that Boba shit. Boba. Like, I, don't dude, drink I, was Boba. Eat, I was drinking Boba in the 90s. Of course you were. On vinyl. On vinyl. So, apparently, I follow Two Scoops Creamery on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Nice. It's on the gram. I follow all the food places. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know you got them in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> you got a place in McCaddenville now? Yeah, we just opened that up. Uh, we had a few days open last year, and they're in Christmastown, USA. So we're on limited hours, just soft opening hours. And we still got, you know, some artwork and things to put into the shop to you make know, it You know, BJ on that gas station right there with the gas station body shop right off the exit? In McAdams? Yeah. yeah. You know, you I get know off that, that exit, and there's that gas station yeah, yeah. body shop. That's VJ's family spot. I DJed there one time for, real? for, for <laughs> an anniversary party. <laughs> at the gas station? Yeah, at the gas station. We told the story on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we did. I was out there DJing Incog, came to Checker Girls, came and had bounce houses. Here. They had motherfuckers dressed they told up you like to Diego go in there and, and get shit. all the food you wanted? Yeah, yeah. They you were like, y'all want something to just go give it? And we fucking was all walking out with yeah. bags of Doritos <laughs> and shit. But yeah, they wanted you to. They're like, yeah, it's Dude. open. It's like open that. bar at the gas station. <laughs> I'm fucking just chugging Red Bulls. That's how I bet. So, <laughs> I don't got all the big ones. So when is the Spartanburg location going to open? Spartanburg will open middle of this year. That's right. a licensed location, so they're actually doing a joint venture, kind of like what we're doing in McAdenville, except McAdenville is our corporate location. So they're going to have coffee and ice cream with uh, Knowledge Perk Coffee. Oh, that is a yeah. great idea. Let's put one of wax on a two scoops disco. You fuck ice cream in my ice cream shop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen donuts and coffee. I never thought about it. I mean, not donuts TV. and coffee. Mom, donuts and ice cream. cream. Ice cream and coffee. Yeah, ice cream, ice cream and anything. Fuck ice cream good. and tequila? No. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, why not? They did do the alcohol um, milkshake, so. No, I'm just saying. Ice cream open and, one. Ice cream and yeah. condoms? Shit. Do y'all just do uh, ice cream? <laughs> oh, or do you like milkshakes or anything like that? We got milkshakes. We're adding, actually adding soft serve ice cream to our plaza shop just to pilot it and see how it goes. And then we'll probably add it to all the other shops. How you, much? You need to make. You need to make. Your all two scoops soft serve is on every cruise ship because that <laughs> motherfucker gets wore out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 how much how much do those machines cost that like spin it around 20 30 bucks the batch freezers <laughs> yeah if you're buying them brand new that can be anywhere from 15 to thirty thousand for <sighs> the smaller ones like there's actually one out here um i saw one when i walked in the bigger ones <laughs> he just like that man the bigger just ones the, the can main, be the, the 90 90 k 25 years old taking care of somebody else's kids dealing with a fucking <laughs> drug addict <laughs> fucking having to go get his bins back <laughs> Just a batch of freezer? I'm, dude, I'm talking about the thing that like, mixes just, it. Motherfuckers out there trying to get yeah, the like, a, Cadillac a, converters off of... Oh, okay. <laughs> they out there trying to pull the Cadillac converters off of RVs and Rick's like, man, I got to get my fucking car back. Damn, $108,000 car. I got to get that shit back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. On his own. On his own string. <laughs> Jeremy in the back with a crowbar. <laughs> People talk about repo and being the most dangerous job on earth. Rick's like, I'll just do it myself. <laughs> I don't want to spend that money. <laughs> All right, all right. So shit. the ice cream shit was it, it, you got the ice cream shit popping. Then I remember I started getting text messages because we used to be on that little golf group chat. Me, yep, you, yep. trap. 
Another boy that used to run around with us, we went to high school with Trevor, him and Jamie were good friends. And Rich was talking, Rich wanted to open up a bar. <laughs> Here how? We are. How did it, how, what, what, what made you say to yourself, you're like, I'm going to do a bar. Yeah, Tequila so and ice cream. Same thing as the ice cream. And I've never, actually, pretty much all my businesses, I've actually never come up with the idea. Um, a friend at the time and a client of mine in the construction world saw the technology in a different city and asked mm -hmm. me to to invest in the was idea. Was that Drew? Yeah. Drew? And he was a construction boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's back into construction. Um, we've kind of separated. What city did he see to? Uh, Greenville. The Green. So Greenville had that. that Self-serve self technology. Self yeah. South Carolina? Yeah, yeah, because there's a hopping down there, right? Yeah, we opened yeah. one. Uh, oh, 2019. Which, which one came first? The one here, Charlotte. Charlotte. All oh, right. so now we're talking about hopping and a self-serve technology inside hopping. Yeah, yeah. For our listeners or readers, whatever. <laughs> reading you the just podcast. jumped ahead, and I have for no our, idea for what you're talking about. For our listener, <laughs> we'll probably yeah. bounce around a lot. There's a lot on the. <laughs> yeah, so you got to explain to me what is going on. What you're yeah, talking so, about? The so you got thing. into the hopping shit. Tell us how how. So Drew come to you and he's like, "Yo, I'm trying to." Yeah, asked me to invest in in the idea and uh -huh. perfect timing, right? I sold my construction company, had a lot of cash, and found a location in Southend, which now is prime time. I mean, mm -hmm. we knew that it was going to be a good location, but to see what it was in 2017 and then everything being built around us now. When you open the mm -hmm. doors, that motherfucker, what it looked like in there. <laughs> Man, so there was just an office next to us, which is going into, I think, five or six-story apartment complexes where the two, I think, 12- or 13-story uh -huh. um, rail yard Yep. offices and stuff right there that wasn't there it was just an open field with uh, like an electrical or electrical kind of Fucking manufacturing nuts. spot and so yeah i mean it wasn't we kind of connected wooden the, robot the, well, the, the brownstones were there weren't they the brownstone houses the townhomes were they there the townhomes that are right in front okay. yeah what was the hopping building before did you build the building up nah, it, was nah. it was a photography studio i don't remember can't remember Lost what found was a fucking freight line yeah i know yeah. yeah all right so you so you go in there and you're like, I'm going to turn this motherfucker. Found the ball. building February <laughs> of 2017. We opened up our doors December, basically, uh, ACC championship. Or ACC, was it ACC championship? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, in December. And opened up the doors that weekend, and it's been go-go since. It's still going. Yeah. I mean, that, that spot's our number one location as yeah. far as, you know, annual revenue. Penthouse is super successful in Plaza Midwood. Did you see the videos of us running through it at Christmas time? No. <laughs> I have to send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to send you the Christmas video. <laughs> we shocked the shit out of Travis. <laughs> so he didn't know what was going on. And the customers were like, what the fuck? We were just running so, through it. Was funny. So we did this. I'll have to send it to you, but we did this Christmas video, and we had that the the, the old 69 boy song, What You Want For Christmas? What You Want For Christmas? And I went and bought a big-ass JBL Bluetooth, and we all dressed up as characters from Christmas movies and shit like that. Yeah. And then we just we get to the door and then just boom hit the song and just take off through the fucking spots and then just, leave yeah and just leave and like throw somebody a Christmas present yeah we, we had like the bag Nev of presents our boy Nevy was dressed up the DJ Nevy was dressed up like an elf and yep. he had a Christmas bag <laughs> and then like, he stopped he threw Travis a football and then we you know we cut through and That's run through everybody funny. playing this shit yeah but was not, anybody dressed as Santa yeah Courtney was cool yeah. That's we we had a couple of Santas go, come back and forth mm -hmm. yeah we had let's see we had an elf Red was the the pink bunny from Christmas Story. Mm -hmm. Blanco was a Christmas tree that lit up. <laughs> I was I had the Griswold Blackhawks jersey on from National Lampoons. Uh Navy was the elf. A minor had A minor had the fucking Jeezy the Snowman Christmas shit mm -hmm. on. Uh, Overcash was crump they had the crump the Krumpus. Yeah, what Krampus, a crump, Krampus, Krampus, Krampus sweat Krampus, sweater yeah. on. 
Was that it? Somebody, I was I was Kevin. Yeah, he was Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> Somebody should have been the leg lamp or something. Manny what Manny had a Santa Claus, but it looked like Santa Claus was on his shoulders was coming and shit like that. Yeah. We had all kinds of dumb shit. You know what? It was funny though. And then you ran through uh, Go check that out on YouTube, by the way. So right. now Grove. so yeah, so now uh Rich opened up Hoffman and then whenever COVID hit Rich opened up Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I remember, some, I remember being right. in a place. There so I don't even remember it. how it happened. It may, it may have been. I don't remember, but uh, it may have been through Kyle. But uh, I was out working in the yard and shit. And Rich was just like, "You want, you trying to DJ?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's fucking get it." And because you figured out a way to open. Yeah. Oh, I, I just said, "Fuck it, I'm not not opening." Right. Yeah. Um, for me, it was. They didn't have any legal foot to stand on, but then I see breweries down the street. At this point, we didn't have liquor, so it was a little bit different for us than it was for like nightclubs and stuff. But so when it very first happened, when it first hit, did you you close that for a little bit? For those, what was it like, fourteen days or yeah. nine days or whatever? The fifteen it was. days of slow yeah, spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fifteen days turned into fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, once they came out and said breweries can be open, mm-hmm. I was like, well, we ain't no different than a brewery. Right. You know, we got beer and wine. They got beer and wine. Fuck it, I'm opening. Right. Um, I was like, my staff got family to feed, they got bills to pay, and they ain't, yeah. they ain't afraid to open. So we opened up, and shit, I think when you were DJing in the summer, it was kind of smooth sailing. We didn't really have too many issues. We yep. got into August, September, and ALE, ABC. You know, it was five, oh, six shit. nights a week. I get a call from ABC or ALE. Hey, we need to speak with you, yeah. or my managers would call. So it was it was funny. I'd be always at like 11 o'clock at night. My wife's like, all right, when they call him. <laughs> Cause just yeah, knew it was coming. Cause at first we was I was due doing DJing like I don't know, like Thursday to Sunday or some shit. It mm-hmm. was pretty it was whatever. But then it's like I guess the word just started getting out. Everybody knew we were open and yeah. it was a vibe instead it, of yeah. just going to a brewery where you yeah. had to stand in line. It, and it, it was it, it went from that hopping vibe to like we was that shit was getting piped up. And the girl did the keg stand, the tap, <laughs> the tap stand. Remember that? that shit oh, absolutely. Like, that was yeah. in August, right yeah. in the middle. I mean, that was kind of what started like yeah. the eyeballs on I started us, to huh? say that was not a good look. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a good look, even if it wasn't a pandemic, right? Who? Yeah. We, we don't want right. you sucking on our taps. Yeah, um, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's kind of what kicked off like eyeballs on us. That was the first, the first fine I got. That was the first like For know, what? citation. For something that never held up in court, obviously got a lot of flack, right? You got the computer warriors that never stepped foot in our business, yep. Um, just hitting us up in our DMs, like you guys are killing people. You guys, know, it's like <laughs> I'm sure more in Plaza too, like a penthouse. You, it was more in in Hoppin. Really? Because, well, yeah. Because of that girl sucking from the tap, oh, that okay. shit went viral, and it was. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. We saw in places in like England, UK, like it was on the news mm-hmm. it was on fox news like yeah. the legit fox news yep so i was dropping my fucking soundcloud on the <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one thing that i've always done whenever them shits get whenever there's anything on facebook that gets like a crazy amount of comments yeah i'll go in there and throw my website link on there <laughs> <laughs> you got to be the first one so it stays yeah. at the top yeah yeah i mean we stayed open and there was i think fairwood stayed open yeah. so there was definitely some other people that you went on and you went on the news and you talked about it Oh, I I didn't. I don't think I was on the news, but I I wrote a an article. I thought for they the interviewed news. you. Nah, I thought they came. They interviewed. They interviewed me, but I wasn't like physically like on camera. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I just that was if you read it. I mean, it was basically wasn't there a, the governor wasn't a there a boy that was on the camera? Wasn't uh, there some guy or some shit like that from the news that was like fucking hammered and he was talking? I don't know if it was. 
it might have been during the pandemic, but it was. We did have a kid on at one point. It was like, "Yo, Hoppin's popping." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember. Slogan. Yeah, I don't know if it was pre-pandemic or. Yeah, like, yeah he was like, "Yo, Hoppin's popping." <laughs> 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 uh, they interviewed me. They just asked me a bunch of questions, and um, I was just straightforward. Like for me, you know, these we have we have a right to stay open. Yeah. Right, and and it all proved to be legit. I mean, I had four or five citations between the two locations. Um, I had two, basically two, one or two 60 day suspensions from the ABC for both locations. Um, did you stay closed during that time or did you? No, nah, we stayed open. Okay. Um, the only time Hoppin kind of got locked down is when they were like, look, we're just going to take your license. And if they take my license then I can't, mm. yeah, then you're like, ah, I we ended up staying open. Too. We just did it a little bit different. Yeah. You know, we got super chill then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was laid back. So, yeah, I mean, it all panned out. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't popping. We It all panned out. I mean, at the end of it, um, once things started to cool down and life kind of got back to normal, my legal team set up a call because we had to, to handle these citations and ABC, and they were basically like, you know, we'll, we'll give you a $1,000 fine and a seven-day suspension. We'll knock it down for you. My lawyer, we get off the phone. My lawyer's like, hey, man, you should take that. And I was like, nah, let's call him back. Called him back the next day. I was like, look, guys, I'll go to, I'll go to litigation. I'll spend $150,000, $200,000. You guys don't legally have a foot to stand on. Mm-hmm. Hour later, they called back, said everything's dropped. Yep. They're like, fuck, he knows. He knows too much. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been all over the place. Yeah. They would have been up fucking shit creek once mm-hmm. he went to court and won. The government trying to keep us down. Yeah. yeah. And I, it, I hated it for everybody, right? And, you know, customers. I was just happy that he was open because, I was, you know me, I was all fight to power and shit. Yeah, so yeah. I was yeah. Like, you were you were with I it. I was the you, first you one were to DJ. <laughs> I came to out see here, you. no mask. <laughs> I was all, DJing, just all, not all bangers. I, I wasn't out in the. I wasn't DJing. And I'm pretty sure that's where <laughs> I found out that I had that fucked up gluten allergy because I never drank so much fucking beer in my life. <laughs> right. And I would be like, "Why am I shitting and farting all the times, huh?" <laughs> I, remember, I I was there. Yeah, just. And I was it. wearing it the was mask, the, and I was like, gluten. "Thank God, I have a mask on." Yo, <laughs> I like and I found out I had a gluten allergy after all that shit. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, that time, I, shit, I try to forget about it, but it, it sucked for everybody. Our staff had to deal with the cops and ALE all the time. Um, ALE and ABC, like a lot of them were like, you know, we don't agree with this. We yeah, just got to do our gotta, job. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them I just asked straight up, like, you guys believe in this and, and you guys are out here pushing it? And they're like, we don't, but I'm we, also like a year from retiring. So yeah. I don't want to fuck that up. Right. And so right, even for right, them, right. like, it, ain't, it wasn't fair for anybody at the time. And just is what it is. I just said, fuck it. We're staying open and... If you guys got a problem with it, bring it on, and I'll sue you personally if you want to get involved in it. Mm-hmm. There were there were some people out there that was like that. So did you make friends with these people? <laughs> so a lot of them. I mean, I, shit. I got just a list. Of, I got a list of ABC and ALE cops in my phone now. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh-huh. Just gotta empathize with them and understand where they're coming from. And For sure. And, and a lot of them. You know, there was only one or two that were like sticklers. Like mm-hmm. this is, the, yeah. the girl, yeah. the brown haired girl, and she's been great ever since. Yep. Right. You know, her and Travis. You know, she's. She's been by a few times since the pandemic. She's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we've done it. We did everything to kind of. I told her she shouldn't wear her, her hair up that tight. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Funny Some story. Shit she shit actually shit. came semi recently and tried to go into the back, the back entrance where uh-huh. we have a security. And security's like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Go to the front. Ooh. And she comes in with her little yeah. sidekick, and the sidekick was like, Hey, you need to tell your security that you know they need to let us in. And Travis is like, Nah. Last time we were here, Kelly said that. Nobody can go in through the back. Everybody's got to come in through the front. Yeah. And Kelly just kind of <laughs> smirked. And um, it's been, they've been cool ever since, it seems like. But 
overall, I mean, it just stuck everybody in a bad position. It did. It's really all it did. But, yeah, they had to do their job. We had to do our job. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, they had to do their job. You had to keep a business open. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Even when that, that girl drank from the thing, like, went viral, my, my director of marketing was like, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know respond. We're getting blown up. I say, yo, just give it five to six days. It'll disappear. Yeah, just mm-hmm. don't worry about it. You got busier probably, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. We had yeah. people there on Monday like, yo, Look we at, saw you want, on the news. Want, yeah, <laughs> wanting to, want to do keg stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we only allowed it. We allowed it on Mondays only. No, we got this Facebook only. group where uh, we, it's the keg stand competitions, and we do them. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? It's 50 deep. We try. <laughs> Monday special. Yeah, Monday special. Do we form a line right here yeah. or? <laughs> These I mean, two guys hold the legs. Like, we're, we're pros at this. Yeah. Bad media is good promo. Nah, when I saw that That's shit, I, you know me. I'm like, mm-hmm, good. <laughs> and the boy was like hopping his popping on the new, like, because he was ripped. He was like hopping his popping. <laughs> Gang. <laughs> question I got to find that one. Where what? did you see this? Did you see it somewhere? Like, how do you watch the news? Uh, no, I fucking watch the internet. All right. The internet is the news. Yeah, the internet. Be, I watch the streets, dog. Twitter sphere. I watch the yeah, streets. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, watch the streets. The streets you watch stay the talking. That, right. was, that was before. We need to go back. That was before reels were popular. We need to go back to that and add that to a reel. Yeah. <laughs> hopping is popping. <laughs> Make a remix out of it. Hopping, hopping, popping, popping. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was he was a total bro too. That's what made it so great. Oh, it was he? Yeah, I, have, oh, I, I gotta see the video. Uh, fucking geez. young South End boy. Yeah, yeah, popping yeah. is popping. Then <laughs> <laughs> pops his collar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so, so how long was hopping open before you did Penthouse? Hopping open December 2017. Penthouse we opened up July of 2019. So who brought you to Penthouse concept? Uh, same thing. Drew yeah. just kind of had the idea to switch it up because we didn't want to have two Hoppins kind of within right. 10 minutes. And at that point, Charlotte still was growing, but it wasn't probably big enough to have two very similar mm-hmm. concepts right next to each other or within miles of each other. So kind of found that building and penthouse got the bowling. Yeah. Penthouse yeah. got duck pin bowling, self-serve taps, full cocktail bar. Cause y'all, cause do both places do liquor now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Greenville does self-serve cocktails. What what is a self serve cocktail? So like margarita on tap, type? margarita, yeah, anything yeah. you can think of. We we got yeah. fifteen on tap, I think. Fifteen wow. different margaritas. Nah, fifteen different cocktails. Oh. <laughs> Damn, is tequila on tap? Not straight, but in South Carolina, it's legal to pour cocktails. In North Carolina, it's not. So, yeah, oh. dude, they can. Oh. I love South Carolina. Like when I go play down there, like what I take you? shots with the bartender yeah. and that shit like that. Yeah. And it's completely legal. Yeah. So, but that's also bad. Insur- my insurance is double. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. of the loss. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> because of what I just stated, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sure some shit can bartender's like, getting like, ripped. Yeah. Like, especially whenever Greenville starts to blow up and, like, some of these Charlotte people start to move down there to work it, mm-hmm. and they're like, we can drink? <laughs> it's a problem. Not people on my like, establishment. No, no, you can't. <laughs> they be like, the law says I can't. My law says you can't. My law says you get fired. No yeah. question. <laughs> that's a guarantee. You steal or drink, you're gone. Damn, that's fucking crazy. So what, What? okay, so hop in penthouse, what, the ice cream shop, what else is going on? Uh, opened up Greenville in 20, actually March, two weeks before the pandemic started. So we opened up for two weeks and got shut down. <laughs> but South Carolina didn't stay shut down. Hell no. As long nah, as... there was definitely some limitations. Got to close at ten o'clock or eleven mm-hmm. o'clock, whatever it was. So, and Greenville's a little bit more of a left-leaning city. Oh, absolutely. Than, <laughs> than other parts of South Carolina. So, I mean, it was definitely cool to go over like the border and go into Rock Hill mm-hmm. and go eat dinner and mm-hmm. just shit be normal. So, 
it definitely didn't crush us as bad down there as it did up here, but shit, it was a battle either way because most of our business was coming after nine o'clock, and if we got to close at ten, yeah, what what good does it do to stay open? How much growth do you think you saw just from like remaining open and being one of the only places that people could go that they found out about and till now, like now? Because yeah, I, I feel like Hoppin and Penthouse grew after the one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I mean Hoppin because of all the competition around now mm-hmm. like when we were there we were kind of the only person in the right. game but you know now you got all these other bars and restaurants which is great because it just draws more people yeah. there and that people bounce around so our numbers numbers there in south end have kind of stayed level mm-hmm. but penthouse staying open and people be like yeah. yo i didn't even know this spot was here right this spot is dope it's cool got the patio um, the bowling yeah you know the backyard is yeah. veterans park so that definitely helped i mean is when everybody l- else was not open and not spending money on marketing, we were spending money on marketing. Is that noise complaint lady still out there? She is not, but she still calls the cops. She actually moved <laughs> like two hours away. And still calls the cops? Shit, you not. We had the cops there <laughs> for, a, for a couple months ago um, for another. Yo, I would be DJing and she would be in the parking lot with her fucking desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the cops there a few months ago. and Adam, like, Look at this. Adam was like, yo, I just, I just had the cops here. And I was like, for what? He goes, there's another guy that calls and the cop was like yo if you can tell me who the two people are that are calling i'll let you know and yeah. adam was like all right i know it's this guy he's like is it i won't say uh-huh. the lady's name he's like was it her and he goes yeah and he goes then she moved he goes yeah she lives like two hours away <laughs> still, i can still hear you <laughs> but i guess the other guy would call her like yo it's another, oh, another noise so then they would just double up wait a minute oh, if she's funny. calling from two hours away that's harassment so that's what we told the cop i was like at what point can we just say this is harassment right they're they're two hours away is harassment yeah <laughs> that's the point so, so we haven't had any any issues since that in a few months ago but we also haven't really been out blasting music yeah. in, in the wintertime. So we'll see how that, that goes. <laughs> Summer rolls around might be a different story. Yeah, and it's not even that loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're under the yeah. legal limit. The cops come out and they're like, I mean, there's nothing we can do. Well, tell this dude to stop calling. Yeah. He's bugging your chief of police and he's bugging us. Yeah. Ain't doing At some point, they'll just start money. ignoring the yeah. calls. You have to. They like, find the person. They find them. If you call too much, you'll yeah. leave. Yeah. I, what I liked about the pandemic so much is how it goes back to what your your boy told you about do what nobody else wants to do. Yeah. So when there nobody else wanted to work and shit, I was like, ooh, I'm outside. We're about to grow. <laughs> yeah. That's, the PhD dude did that. Yeah. I saw you well, And then he told a story. He's like, everybody else shut down production since he was American. He he, What he was doing is that people were going to get fitted for clubs, and he would tell them, they would be like, all right, we'll have them delivered to you in like three or four weeks. They show up in two days. Yeah. So it's just like boom, boom. So he lowered all the prices. Everything went up, and golf blew up. Yep, because he was always known as being super expensive. And then mm-hmm. when the pandemic, he went super cheap. And then he went super service. So like, you go fitted. I mean, he, they were fitting head to toe track man, like track man, and like getting them in two days. Just getting That's market insane. share. My homeboy said he they, like they were in there just fucking cranking them, and the dude would be like, "If you can get them, you know, you oh you're getting them done in a day. I need them done in half a day." Juice in there, working. Jesus, smart. Yeah, you can make the you can make a and then expedite shipping and get them right yep. to the house. And mm-hmm. you imagine that you think you're gonna get your shits in four weeks and you kind of like oh whatever. And then two days later you're like fuck. <laughs> First thing they do Instagram. Oh, oh my god, they're yep, already here. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. You got your shit in two days. I'm gonna go get me some. Yep. I got nothing else to do. You ready for me to read that? <laughs> no. no, I'm reading it right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're, we're at like a little bit of a pause. We're not. We're not a doing our other break. reading. We're gonna do this reading. Little, all right. So, 
So we got uh, we got to take a moment to give a big round of applause and congratulations to our man Tomato Slice, <laughs> yeah. who is now a ordained. Cer- certified ordained minister of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Mm-hmm. I shit you not, in accordance with the authority vested in them, the trustees of this institution certified force Tomato Slice weight. <laughs> Has been ordained as a minister of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monsters. Yo. Yep. Now you gotta, <laughs> read, <laughs> now you gotta <laughs> read the card. Have you ever heard of the Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster? Mm-hmm. Nah, but I got a dog named Alfredo and a dog named Vino. So, so yeah. I feel like we got <laughs> something you in read common. The card. <laughs> so the card a, so is now the best. Here's, uh, here's his card. Let it be known the card holder is an ordained minister of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster and is entrusted to exercise all duties of the ministry. This includes sermonizing, presiding over holy ceremonies such as weddings and baptisms, giving last rites, and casting out false prophets. <laughs> Yo, the church requests assistance from any concerned authorities in carrying out these solemn duties and expects the minister will be granted the respect, privileges, and honors appropriate for a person of the cloth. <laughs> <laughs> the cardholder agrees to represent the church in good faith and will not attempt to use this ID in an unlawful manner. That's wild, dog. You like you can you can cast out false prophets. You should start an exorcism business. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should, I'm gonna pour spaghetti on people. Yeah, just dumping it on them. So what do you wear whenever you like uh, I don't know. strange love t shirt? <laughs> yeah, probably. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, strange. God, the first person that hires you to do their wedding, I want to be there. Have you seen this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, all right, so now... So, now, actually, what, what I was thinking about, first of all, I was like, I was like, I got to order some robes and some shit. You already, <laughs> got, a, you already got a Pope robe. I do. I have all that, but I want to get new ones. <laughs> it, like, oh, you want to re Like, up? better ones. You want to get them fitted. And yeah, then fitted. get it fitted, and then, then have somebody, like, I don't know. Put your initials Design on Design yeah, flying to put, spaghetti monster No, what you need to do it. is you need to wear a karate gi with that fucking spaghetti monster on the back of it. Show up. I'm here to <laughs> show up to do a wedding in a karate gi with a fucking bandana on your head. What's the word? I'm here to like here to cast out false prophets. Yeah. I'm here to karate I'm here to karate kick these fucking demons. <laughs> you gonna nut you gonna nut kick some demons? Yeah. Yo. This is a real fucking thing. I'm holding this. Can you believe this shit? This is where we at. Motherfuckers thought COVID was real. Look at this. That's in a nice frame and all. Fly spaghetti monster. Ordained. Uh, you gotta Ordained. love it. 2023. A serious hard yeah. card, too. Yeah, dog. You can fucking pick locks with that thing. Better than credit card. American Sorry. Express black card. Yeah. Yeah, you got the titanium black card. motherfucker. No limit on that bitch. Uh, so, do you oh. believe in Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> so, where, where, all right. So, well, what, what do you, any, any like, Super game plans for the next five to ten years. Yeah, so we're franchising hopping right now. So we have our first location, first franchisee will open up in March. Where'd they come from? Uh, they happened to visit Penthouse and reached out if I'd kind of sit down with them and chat about just them opening up their own place. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was like, yo, we're franchising if you want some some support. So they signed on. We'll open up in March, a little bit delayed construction wise. And then we have Fort Worth, Dallas, that is hopefully locking in a location here. Um, but they're signed on, and then we actually just signed up somebody end of last year for Matthews, North Carolina. So you're kind of going to go down there and take them the playbook? Yeah, once they sign on, we, we handle everything from 
helping them with site selection all the way to open yeah. their doors and marketing. Tell them not to be cheap with their first run of speakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what everybody messes That's up. That's what every yeah. restaurant does. Is there <laughs> a... Lowe's brand speakers. I'm assuming they're going to try to like, do like a lot of local like Texas beers and stuff like that. Yeah, Fort Worth, they'll, same thing we do here, carry mm-hmm. all the local breweries mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and so, then... So what's the theme? Like, like, what is it that makes Penthouse... Penthouse or Hoppin'? Or Hoppin' different than other places? So, I mean, we're doing something right, right? And I, I say this just not out of disrespect of other places, but every location that's been around us has closed. But what, um, I, what I mean is, like, say a person's never heard of it, never walked in I'll, there. I'll, what yeah. do they expect? I'll tell you what I think it is. What do they expect? From the DJ's Here, point of view, what, what do we bottle? got? Well, no, I think, well, not from just the, the but it's service. Like, you walk okay. in there, and, like, at Penthouse and at Hoppin', their fucking staff's immaculate. So, like, you always, they help you, they greet you, they show you. They don't make you feel dumb. They don't make you feel dumb. They, you know what I mean? They're. Crack jokes, have fun. They show you what? All right, they're like, oh, have you ever visited here before? And somebody's like, oh, no, 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 well, let me show you how this works. So, you know, you get your wristband, and here's how the wristband works. You're going to hold it up to here, right here, and then you can, you know, do your beard. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. This is self-service beer. Self-serve beer, wine. From a tap. Yep. Uh-huh. Beer, wine, and cocktails depend on the location and the legalities of, of liquor killer. laws. Now, Texas will be able to have cocktails, I'm assuming. 99% sure. Yeah. So we'll do cocktails on draft, but they'll also probably have a full cocktail bar just for that experience. Right. Um, like the, yeah. and, and the places you've seen them, like they're really nice and decorated. Yeah. I said that's but, where we I've been to both it. of them, but I don't remember a lot. Yeah, like, but, but you <laughs> it's don't, a modern the feel. The thing about it is, is they're, they're really nice, but you don't feel. Nobody would feel intimidated if that makes sense. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, the goal was always to be different, right? So yeah. we were different with our tech. We're the first ones in Charlotte to have self-serve technology. Not the first ever in the world, but first in Charlotte to have self-serve. And then the the decor is completely different than your typical bar, right? You're not walking in and being dark and grungy and dirty. Yeah. Um, we pride on you know that's one of the our key things is being clean. So if you walk in a penthouse right now, you you say, yo, when's this spot open, right? This is, looks brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Hoppin. And Hoppin, you know, we'll do a boatload of business and stays busy. But um, so just that, like people feel good walking into a space that's well lit and clean. And then, yeah, the service aspect, being able to pour your own beer and not wait on a drink makes it different than, than your typical bar. Now but let me try the, to the, right, Really the main thing, in my opinion, is that the staff – at both places are super fucking engaging. Let me let me try to remember what I can remember. It was clean. Yeah. It was minimalist almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight lines, like a modern type straight line. Modern classic. That's yep. it. And white. A lot of white. Yeah. A lot of moss okay. on the walls. It's that brilliant. Was like yeah. Because hops. that's because bringing moss and nature into a modern environment is really. A minimalist modern, yeah. Yeah. modern thing. To have to do. balance, you have to have contrast. Yeah. It's yeah. That actually design. came from my brother. Um, that was his kind of thought process. He mm-hmm. saw some other bigger companies like Apple moving into that more that direction. It was like, yo, just mm-hmm. be ahead of the curve and, and do it with a bar. And nobody's ever done it before. Um, that and a split level at Hoppin, having mm-hmm. that, that upper level, looking down at the main floor and, and mezzanine, looking down at the stage, mm-hmm. just kind of something different that Charlotte never had. So. And then having an outside. Outside patio is key yep. in Charlotte. And it's clean and it's like fake grass and artificial turf. Yep. Yeah. Or the putt putt hole. Is that still there? The putt putt hole. Yeah. yeah. I actually had my guy going over there to kind of fix it up over time. It's just the ground moves. Mm-hmm. So just to level it out because right now it's. Is Rico still out there? Tacos Rico's is still out there yep. pumping tacos. Yep. Shit's delicious. Yeah, get the little. Uh, we got to get Rico on the podcast. Yeah. 
Those are good people too. Yeah. That's another key, like having like the food aspect mm-hmm. of it and like someone you can trust and for us, yeah. I mean, I grew up. My parents were in the restaurant industry their entire life, and that was one thing I did not want to ha- would deal with was food. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just overhead. Profit margins aren't as strong. You got turnover over turnover over turnover. For us, partnering with Inventory a local food truck insane. or a local business that is close by, mm-hmm. that eliminates our yep. our issue. Now there's still things that come along with that, right? Making sure they show up, making sure they're there when they say they're going to be there. Um, but that's just part of the process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, goal continue franchising i'd like to get 10 to 10 to 15 new franchisees signed on this year and then it's a 12 to 18 month process once they sign the fdd and get their doors open what's the initial um cost of franchising yeah yeah initial cost just the initial fee is fifty thousand forty nine nine five. um and then it's all in 750 to we have on our fdd 1.2 million um more the ones that we've kind of already started and done ourselves around that 800 to 900 range it's lit. Where'd you meet your wife at? Uh, I was in the process. I think it was October, yeah, October 2017. I was in the process of doing construction at Hoppin. Friends came by to check it out, and they were like, "Yo, we're going to Sycamore." Just happened to talk me into going over to Sycamore with them <laughs> that Friday afternoon, and she was there with a few other friends and a lot of mutual people that we didn't know we knew each uh-huh. other. So we met at Sycamore. It was a Friday night. I think 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock Sycamore closed. Everybody was leaving. We all jumped in the same car and she was watching one of her friend's dogs and she's like, yo, I'm going, I'm going home. So I see this pretty, pretty girl going home at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. And I was like, yep, that's my style of chick. (laughs) (laughs) Reached out to her, asked her, my pickup line was like on Instagram DM. I was like, yo, you still watching that dog? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah. And I asked her out on a date. We went on a date that next Sunday. Um, and that was it. A lot of editing right there. <laughs> I know. What <laughs> you got to take out. The, the pause. No, you got to take out the pauses. Oh, uh, the dead airs. The dead airs. <laughs> so, uh, so what conspiracies do you believe in? <laughs> Shit, what y'all all of them. About? All of them. Do you think, they do all you, seem to be true. Do you think that she, oh. do you think that she was, was, uh, what, 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 so what, what, when you met her, was she doing the bridal shit? Nah, she was with Paycheck. So when Paychecks. I left Paycheck, she kind of came on shortly uh-huh. after that. And then how, which we didn't know, but when I sold my construction company, she actually came in and sold Paychecks to the new owner. No shit. So like all these things have happened uh-huh. in these last eight months and we know a bunch of mutual friends and mutual people. And no, she wasn't doing it. So now she has two bridal shops, but yeah, yeah she was with Paychecks. Um, once we met and I think I proposed and she's like, look, I don't ever want to not be financially, you know, adding value to this family. Mm-hmm. And she was like, when we have kids, I'm not going to be able to go out and sell payroll. Yeah. I was like, well, the only other option is Stop create your own business, it. right? Build it over the next three or four years. And once we have kids, it'll be kind of running and doing its own thing. So you still going to have kids? Yeah. Yeah. We plan on having kids in the. So in that's the where y'all met Brian. You met Brian at Paycheck too. Brian. Ain't that his name? Who's Brian? The cabinet dude. Matt. Germ? Matt. <laughs> Matt Renning? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, The cabinet guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's paychecks. He yep. was paychecks. Yep, so he used to work with my wife. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah. Paychecks got, a, paychecks got a fucking flock over there. <laughs> Are they based here? Nah, they're based out of Rochester, New York. Damn. They got a lot of motherfuckers working down here. I use paycheck. 
Shout out to Paychex. Maybe they'll sponsor us. So did you get vaccinated? <laughs> nope. Me neither. Derek didn't either. Nope. What do you think about all these motherfuckers dropping dead off some cardiac heart or shit right now? Uh, just do a little research, man. You can see, I think the I think it went up about 1,700% or 2,500%. Shit went up a People lot. People sitting around their asses all the time. Uh, go ahead and watch it. I mean, they. I think in a year or so ago, they came out with some bullshit the solar energy is going to cause more heart attacks and young men and whatever it said but yeah just do your own research i mean i got documentary i don't know if i sent it to you that shit explains what's happening yeah i've seen them all you've seen died suddenly <laughs> yep yeah somebody else sent me that the other night and i was like you late <laughs> <laughs> day late Ro- roche just sister reminders for them just to come out did you oh, get covid did you get covid yeah i had it uh Came back from a golf golf trip in Pinehurst. Didn't know I had it though. I didn't have any symptoms. Just like a weird nose pain for like an hour. Um, gave it to my wife. Mm, she tested positive. She tested positive. I had the ad- antibodies. She she actually it, it took her down for about 11, 12 days. Damn. Mm, yeah, it whooped my ass for about twelve days. That was she vaccinated? I, got, I wanted it though. Nah. <laughs> I was wilding. My first my first time getting it, I just lost my taste and smell, and it was just weird. But you, I, I just had like a little. <laughs> And then just sit in bed for like two days, and then I was good to go. Yeah. No, that time I got, it, I was fucking. In. I tell you the, the story. Back. So, I was, uh, I was, I, you had to. Well, I just won't say his name, but I was about to to DJ a uh, a NASCAR dude's fiftieth birthday party, and Courtney was at the house. I think that Wednesday, and he called me. And the party was Friday. He called me that Thursday. He was like, I tested positive. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So I was, I was at the damn party DJing I could just feel that shit creeping up through my bones you know what I mean like you know when you get the flu or whatever and I fucking finished DJing and scooted out that motherfucker got home got super sick or whatever but it was funny because the party planner was like yeah they were they loved you but they were kind of weirded out by how you just fucking packed up and got out of it I was like well I could have stayed and hung out but I'm pretty sure that I was coming down with COVID so I mean I could have yeah we could have chatted it up I could have lit that motherfucker up But yeah, put me on that super spreader list. Yeah, so so what? Is the Earth flat or round? (laughs) I never even got into that one. Let's get into that one. What do you? I mean, I think I think you. I have to go with round because mathematically proven the Earth is round. Because we don't need to talk about it. But even the people that, if you think about something, something with flat has to have an edge, which means that you could go off of it. So I don't understand. Are they, they're, they're, they're thinking it is that the off is all polar cat? Isn't that what they'd say? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I think mean, that's Why would the outer edges be cold if it's the same? Because they're saying North Pole, South Pole. You're saying how could the temperatures be different? Different in different areas of a flat surface. I don't know. You think the moon's real? Yes. But real in the sense of, do you think it's a giant fucking rock that's just up there chilling or do no you think i think that, it's a big camera looking down do you think us. it was put up there <laughs> you think there's anything inside of it yeah more moon <laughs> <laughs> you think, the, you no, think there's nazis up there you think the astronauts landed on it i have no idea about that do you think they, I, do i'm you, pretty sure yes i would they, believe it do yes. you think they landed on it when they said they landed on it that first time you yeah, think you think, think dinosaurs so. were real I know dinosaurs are real. Come on. You ain't never seen a dinosaur. He was, that was pre-life. Do you know, have you ever seen Gravity? Huh? Have you ever seen Gravity? Yeah, what? Well, that's that's gravity. Oh, shit. You, got... <laughs> you broke yeah. my shit. That's gravity. That's not gravity. That's just the world flying upwards because it's a flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> 
What about what about uh, the Earth is round because it's scientifically, mathematically proven. Even Columbus the knew the Earth was round. The vaccination was scientifically proven too. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. What about uh, what's, a, think, what's some wait, other well, good ones? Polio. What, what's some other good ones? Let's talk about vaccination of polio. Has it been proven or not? I don't see. I don't know. I mean, that's, we talking that's back in the '40s, and it's just I don't know what they was getting down. Not with. millions of people walking around polio yeah. anymore. And but there's everybody got hit with the polio vaccine. Um, what 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 are tons some other, of other vaccines? Other, Do you know how many diseases we would have if there weren't for vaccines? Do you know how many diseases we might not have because of vaccines? Uh, absolutely. But no, no let's I don't get know. back to what's some what's <laughs> some other ones. So the dinosaurs were real. Dinosaurs are real. Evolution is real. Even micro versus macro. Evolution is real. I don't know how you can Evolution is. You cannot evidence. argue evolution. No, you evolution cannot. Evolution can't be argued. No, you cannot. It's scientifically proven. You can see it in a Petri dish. Yeah. And you can, like, the pinky toe's eventually going to fall off because it's useless. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, that's, that's yeah. What else? What's some other good ones? 9 11? Was it, was it planned? I have no idea. I know two buildings fell down. A lot of people died. I think that it was fucking, like, 100% rigged. That's what we'll say. Rigged. Let's go with something a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> we'll just say a rigged. little bit more current. Ukraine. Is it just laundering money? Duh. <laughs> yeah. well, I think. But see, also, I think all of them. All of them have all, been all, all wars. Them, that's are, what the yeah. that's what the plan is. Well, let's go into like, what's the point of it all? What's the point of everything? Us being here. Why are we even here? That's so fucking. What is your purpose in life, Rich? The franchise hopping. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's the podcast, Ultimate Pod, Ultimate Pod. I think Derek is taking a shit because he, <laughs> he's zoomed out of here. He picked the right time to leave. No, I think. I mean, but if you think about what you, is you, your purpose in life, Rich? Yeah, like what are you pa- what are you passionate about? No, My biggest what thing, is even your when purpose? I had like I'm not super passionate about beer and wine. I'm not super passionate about construction. But mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me was been been able to to uplift people in general, mentor them help yeah. them become the better person. And whether that's just life, their general life, business, opening their own businesses, becoming a franchisee of hopping, whatever it is, um, being able to see when I have my construction guy or company, a guy start for me for $8 an hour and then help him start his own company right. and do, you know, half a million dollars a year. Um, for the tap rooms, managers, being able to meet with my managers once every six months and just picking their brain, like where are you at with life? Are you having kids? What you know? What's the next step for you? And how do we get you there? Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to to be a part of the community and, and internally and externally uplift and and get people into a better position in life. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Providing that value provides value back to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it creates a lot of trust and just a great relationship. And what do you think it was in your where at in your life? Did you were become like this super focused driven individual without you think you're just naturally born that way or just seeing your parents in the restaurant industry or no nah, i do think, you think it was being in the golf industry on yeah. the wrong side of the counter yeah what seeing, do you mean explain like, that so when i really started to realize like yo, i need to work for myself uh-huh. was when i was in the golf industry and seeing these guys i was working every holiday yeah every weekend and they were playing golf they were playing golf and, so none, and none of them worked at the Wednesday golf afternoon. <laughs> these dudes are, you know, at this point I'm 21, 20 years old, and these dudes are 35 coming in playing golf on a Wednesday. So that was that was the the switch for me was being able to just see those guys on the other side of the counter, and they just members at a golf club, mm-hmm. 
kicking it on Wednesdays, Thursdays, shit, holidays. Everybody's got off. I'm in there working. You were like, that looks a lot cooler. I'm on the wrong side of the counter. And that's when I started picking (laughs) their brains. Like, yo, what do you do for a living? And that was, that was when the motivation. Everybody was probably in, had their own business. Own business or they were in some type of sales. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was real estate or some type of outside sales where they, they had freedom. And there, and there, and he was seeing that their idea of going to the office and working was playing golf. (laughs) He was like, yo, (laughs) making deals on a golf course. Yeah. Uh, and then Don, is Donnie older or younger? He's three years older. All He's right. got uh, two barber shops, one in Villa Heights, which is his newest shop, and then one in South End. Where's Villa Heights? Villa Heights is like the plaza, you know, the plaza, the road, the plaza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you take the plaza or going away from Plaza Midwood, right there, all that is Villa Heights. Okay, I got you. So did he get straight into the barber game right out of the school, or did he, he do- was cut, He's been cutting my hair since he was probably 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just super gifted with art and just graphic design. He actually went to school for audio engineering. Mm-hmm. So went to Full Sail University in Orlando, ended up getting, uh, he came home for my high school graduation, ended up getting a chick pregnant. And he was down in Florida. She moved down there, had the baby down there, my nephew, and moved back, had a internship at a studio in New York City and wasn't paying him. Right. Had a kid. So he's like, fuck it. I got to go back to what I know is going to make me money. Started cutting hair, opened up his first shop in PA, turned that into another shop that had more chairs. I was like, yo, if you can find a way to move to Charlotte, there ain't no barbers down here. Right. So somehow found a way to move down with, with his baby mama. And Did he um, sell the two shops up there? Or did he keep yeah, them? Yeah, sold the shops up there and moved down here, opened get, up. Does he still cut hair? Yeah, we got to get him on the podcast. Donnie Blends. He, uh, he, he does. He cuts hair when he wants to. Yeah, right now he's actually taking a whole month off, January off. He's just cutting a few guys. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking for a, a, he's working a on his product barber because I'm actually like I moved out like. But he he Windsor trains Park. all the dudes, doesn't he? There ain't no, there's not one guy in his shop that ain't good. Yeah. No, oh, well then yeah, I need to be put on because I just moved out to Windsor Park. Okay. So like I need something closer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all his guys. But he took that month off to work on a product line. He's working on a a dope product line for more than just hair, but um, that's in the works. Like for the balls and shit. For your balls under the cape cut. Under the cape cut. <laughs> Y'all don't know what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there also used to be this thing called a lap cut that, like, in the salons with the girls and stuff, like, where you, they'd say, like, when you have to do the front, you, like, get over top of it, like, the lap cut. <laughs> like a hot chick's in, in the, the chair. Yeah. the cape cut? So you're, like, you're, like, you're, you're damn near straddling to, to, like, do, you know, like, bangs just yeah, like yeah, in a lap yeah. cut. Yeah. yeah, under the cape cut, it's a wild story, but there was a dude that sat here in Charlotte that sat in my brother's chair and... I think he just straight up asked him, was like, yo. You shave my balls, if, dog? If I just came in with no pants on, would you? Yeah, like, just weird. Weird. So it was just a joke, a running joke. Like, yo, he's over there giving an under the cape cut. Yeah, <laughs> not an under the That's a real thing. But we, I, that's funny. He said we always, everybody always talked about him. That's wild. And I just, I just all, did dude, my own shit. No bullshit. We had to do one time that was jerking off underneath the cape when a girl was cutting his hair. What? Yeah. Had to get him out of there. I've heard like masseuse like shit happening, like dudes, you know, getting hard ons. Yeah, no, but like like this girl is when I was training, and this girl was cutting this guy's hair, and she was super focused on cutting his hair, and somebody else saw the the shit, Mm. you know what I mean? And they came and got me, and I was like, "That's wild." (laughs) (laughs) Wide out as fuck, like yo, what's going on? Dude, I had a lady one time when I was in training. She was she was. She had her shit, her tits hanging out. I didn't even notice it really. I mean, not like hanging out like fully, but like yeah. had the robe open and shit, mm-hmm. no bra. And when I got done, blow on her hair, the lady was like, did you not see that? I was like, see what? Like, 
I don't hanging out. I don't remember seeing you kicking me out of the place. <laughs> <laughs> he was over there trying to give you a hand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like you would need help. <laughs> right? Yeah. So shout out to Donnie Blends. If anybody yeah. needs a good barber, um, I think he's got nine barbers or ten barbers now. Uh, most of them, there's only one that actually is one or maybe two that actually from Charlotte or live in Charlotte. All the other ones came from either Tennessee or Boston or other areas. Has he met another girl since he's been down here? Nah, he was dating a chick from Miami for a little while. Oh, um, I think he's still solo right now, just playing the game. Playing the game. And he's three years older, the older three brother. Three years older, yep. How hard was it to get him down here? Uh, so, I mean, I didn't think he would be able to move down to my nephew who was like 18 and mm-hmm. kind of on his own. But it just it worked out. She, his my nephew's mom was willing enough to come down and get a job down here. Oh, good. So it all worked out. Where's um, she working at? She works for a hospital. I don't know if it's Atrium or Novon or something you. along those lines. So it all worked out. Nephew's down here. He's 15 years old now, and Donnie's got two shops. So I got to get your wife on this podcast so we can hear some Bridezilla stories. Man, oh, she's. God. I mean, she's got a shop here and a shop in Miami, yeah. but she's not really there during the day. They still tell her. Yeah, they give her some feedback. I think Miami's probably there. There, the families are the not yeah. the families. The mothers down uh-huh. there because it's very Latin, mm-hmm. right? Um, they they're a little bit more entitled, and they just tell you straight up. She she's told me some funny stories about about the families or the mothers down there. What's um, what's some what's some all right? So coming into the bar industry, what's some like shocking stories that you got? Because you come from like. PGA, Ooh. and then you go construction, then you jump into this fucking mayhem. <laughs> we've been we've been fortunate because we close at twelve o'clock, right? Yeah, Nothing yeah. good happens uh-huh. after twelve o'clock, so we we've been very fortunate not to have too many issues. We've had two incidents at the at Hoppin. One was um, on a, they were both happening on a Thursday night. One was a Thursday night draft night. This dude and his friend are just sitting at a table, and he's hammered. And then one of our staff who wasn't working was sitting at another table right next to him. And he was watching a hockey game, I think, like a Hurricanes game or something. And the dude looks at him, and he just starts <laughs> chirping. Like, oh, you like them? Whatever. I don't even know what he was saying. But we pulled it up on camera. He grabbed his glass and busted it over Whoa! our guy's head. And Travis was there. Travis and then Jeff. I don't know if you know Jeff, but Travis yokes this dude up, grabs uh-huh. him. He falls to the ground. Jeff grabs one of our chairs and, like, stomping it over his head. And our another guy, like, pulled Jeff away so he wasn't beating him up with a, a chair. Is Jeff the New York guy? The yeah, barback dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Travis just pulls this dude out by his shirt, pushes him out. The kid tries to fight him. Travis chokes him out. How hurt was the kid that got hit with the glass? Uh, Just a bump on his head. Nothing. Okay. Wow. Yeah, nothing split open. Nothing Nothing bad. Fortunate. Yeah. yeah. So that one, that happened a few years back. But more recently, um, dude walks in Thursday night, 10 o'clock, 10.17. Dude walks in, and he just walks right past our front uh-huh. desk goes into our office. Ashlyn was like, yo, you can't go in here. Just drugged out of his mind. Ooh. <laughs> Runs outside. Ashlyn goes and grabs Travis. He's like, yo, I don't know who this dude is. He didn't check in. You know, we get everybody to check in. So we uh-huh. know who everybody is. He's outside just bugging people. So Travis gets him, grabs him, pushes them out. The dude just throws a punch at Travis when they're at like the door, when he's yeah. kicking him out, Travis pushes him, shuts the door. And the dude comes back in and just, beelines at travis and now you got we they brawled for on camera was like seven minutes that's a long time wow oh, you can see travis is spent so <laughs> they go they're fighting for probably two travis fighting this motherfucker all fucking fentanyl yeah. <laughs> it had to be something yeah. right so he's he fights this dude for i don't know a good two 
two and a half minutes. Was there nobody else going. there? No, there's a, there's not. There's, it was a Thursday night. It was yeah. pretty chill. I mean, there was. That's once people realized what was going on, we had a show. Like people yeah. were just standing there, but it was at our front, so it's not right. a lot of room. <sighs> well, Jeff must have been upstairs in the bathroom or something. Ashlyn trying to find him, so they're fighting for two and a half minutes. He's by himself, and this dude is just nonstop going after him. At some point, Travis gets him on the ground. Jeff comes in, and this dude had a friend, and Jeff didn't know. Jeff right. just saw this dude's friend standing next to Travis, so he cold cocks him, knocks him out. He's, <laughs> that dude's bleeding. There's blood all over. Travis knees this kid in the head. He just wouldn't stop. Yeah. Even after he kneed him in the head, the kid just wouldn't stop. I get a call at probably 1025, 1030, somewhere around there from uh, an ABC cop. That what were you doing? Sitting at home watching TV? Oh, we was in bed. <laughs> Cop goes, hey, Rich, I need uh, I need access to your cameras. I was like, huh, what's going on? And uh, I wake up or get out of bed. I say, hey, I got to tell my wife. I was like, I got to go to Hopkins. Something's going on. And she goes, well, what is it? I don't know. I was like, they got to see the cameras. Travis is texting me. Pull up the camera. I was like, as I'm driving, I was like, pull up the camera and look at it. So she pulls up the camera. And the first thing she opens up for some God-given reason is Jeff has our, we have like a little fan. Uh-huh. He's got this fan and he's just beating the kid over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it busts, it breaks all over the place. Just like, and, damn, now I got to buy a new fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm driving and she's like, <gasps> I was like, what? And I guess like, oh, fuck, we're in trouble. Get there, there's, I think, six cops, um, CSI, just all the blood, like taking fingerprints and doing all her things. She took the fan and they're all super chill because they're recording and I'm not even thinking. I opened up the cameras and I'm like, yeah, this is when it's about to get a little crazy. And they all kind of just stay silent because they don't want to say nothing. Uh-huh. Um, and afterwards, they kind of shut off their stuff. And I was like, yo, like, one, what are we supposed to do next time? Like, this kid obviously was nonstop. And they were like, yeah, he was not non- or he wasn't nonstop because he literally was fighting us and fighting the EMTs outside. Dang. Jesus. So we have a video from a neighbor that was videoing from the top of the apartment, and he was punching the uh, EMTs Were stuff. they talking on the thing? We're like, oh, yo, look at it. Look at it. <laughs> I'd have to pull up the video. I don't remember. <laughs> So this kid was just drugged out of his mind. And, yeah, Travis, you you can see after he finally gets him back outside, he puts his hand on the counter and he's just spent. Well, the kid came back. This is why why it was like seven minutes before the cops got there. He comes back and Travis just opens the door, takes one step and just gives him one more punch. The dude fell, but the funny part was you couldn't see because it's in like that little front Uh entrance. All you see is two little feet go ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) They pop up and he just knocked out there. And then he woke back up, tried to go into the building next door. The cops like, yeah, we found him at a window. He thought it was a door. He was trying to open up the window. (laughs) Jesus. So those are the only two incidents we've had. Other than that, it's just we got those. The only cool, I mean, not cool, but the only other things that are kind of wild is the girls will literally be flashing our camera. What? Yeah, what? We, have, we have that 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 camera. Oh is yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a B roll of that? I got to see. Oh, oh, the uh, like the penthouse, the photo, yeah, yeah, the photo yeah. booth. Yeah, yeah. 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 So just we got flashing. the photo booth. Yeah, down at penthouse, usually more because it's downstairs. It's downstairs, and, yeah. and they kind of feel safe. Um, and hopping is a little bit more. Open, so I said, if you do it at hopping, you just don't care. You're risky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like the first one there upstairs. By yeah. Oh, I mean, there's like um, you need boomerangs to, where yeah, they're like. Cha-ching. You need to start a uh, like a, a outtakes thing. <laughs> you also you need to. Them. I don't know if they don't if they don't just don't realize like we have access all that, to them, yeah. or if they're just like fuck it. You yeah, also no, they're definitely like fuck it. Yeah, yeah they don't care. If they're yeah. doing it, they don't care. What you yeah. should do is hang some beads from it. Here you go. Take a bead. 
<laughs> All right, so we do a thing here now where it, Jesus Christ, where do you find these? <laughs> where I read, I read, I read these country lyrics, right? Of all these songs. Yep. All right, so here, here we go. Um, what song we this got? This is "Letter to My Penis" by Rodney Carrington. This is a country be, song. It used to be called "Dear Penis." Yeah. It's called. Yeah, this is a real song. Yeah. Yep. It says, "Dear Penis, I don't think I like you anymore. You used to watch me shave." <laughs> Now all you do is stare at the floor. Oh dear penis. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. It used to be me it used to be you and me. A paper towel and a dirty magazine. That's all we needed to get by. Now it seems things have changed. I think that you're the one to blame, dear penis. <laughs> <laughs> Poetry. Yo, this is listen, Bars. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Dear Rodney, I don't like you anymore. Why can't we just get a grip? On our oh, on our like stand. on our man to hand relationship, come to terms with how we truly feel. If we put our heads together, we'd stay home forever. <laughs> Dear penis, I think I like you after all. Oh, oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, country is fucking wild. Wow. <laughs> all right. Before we get out of here, is we doing this or that? So we're gonna give you like a bunch of options. You gotta pick one. Fire away. All right. So the first one is: Is it Mario or Mario? Mario. All right. Is it Ryu or Ryu? Shit. Ryu. Kleenex or tissue? Tissue. Q-tip or cotton swab? Q-tip. Real Christmas tree or fake Christmas tree? Fake. Ooh. Cart or buggy? Cart. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, we're going to go with Street Fighter. All right. A bar or a nightclub? Bar. Rocky 1 or Rocky 4? Rocky 1. Cats or dogs? Dogs. All right, does the toilet paper go over or does it go behind? Shit, our cleaners, they'd be built. They they put fucking, they do over, but they always put, they always like make a rose. Yeah, they fold yeah, it. Oh. Yeah. Like, you just wasted a whole toilet paper roll. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, roll that yeah. thing open. It's like, yeah, they do that. that, that yeah, they need to stop. They do you think if these things here weren't sideways that Taylor would put them all under? Probably just to be, just We to were talking about that before. Uh, the beach or the mountains? Oh, I lived at the beach. Uh, beach. All right. Bartender or GM? GM. Mm. Beer or ice cream? Ice, cr- <laughs> ice cream. Yeah, all right. Jump all the way in or take the ladder? Jump all the way in. Take shots or take drinks? Drinks. Movies or documentaries? Documentaries. X videos or Pornhub? Mm, neither. Nah, you got to pick one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pornhub. The red bag or the blue bag Doritos? Ooh, red. Super Nintendo or Sega? Super Nintendo. Text or talk? Texting. Text or emails? Texting. Uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas morn? Morning. Christmas Eve. Uh, Duke or Carolina? Dukey. Pet kiss or pet kiss or tongue kiss? Tongue it down. Ooh. (laughs) Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Steelers or Giants? Uh Eagles. God, Dookie and Eagles, sheesh. Yeah, so that, I don't know so, about so this. wait, hold on. So just so I know, choice. so there, so you said who? Steelers are Giants, but Steelers are Eagles Cause like, is better. Because New York, because Philly, Pick South Philly, the South Philly pool for the Giants. Uh, they could, but usually South Jersey and like South Jersey and Philly is. If you're in South Jersey, you're an Eagles fan. If you're in North Jersey or New York, you're a Giants fan. Okay. What made you become a Duke fan? 
Leitner. Uh, shit, man. Just grew up. My brother, me and my brother always hated each other's teams. He was a Giants fan. I was an Eagles fan. Uh, he was a Mets. I'm Phillies. And then he was a Carolina. Carolina fan. Yeah. Why is there a duck on a Plaza Midwood shirt? <laughs> duck pin bowling for penthouse. Yeah. Oh, well, um, thank you. What a – so – did y'all see that that college shot that they hit just recently where they threw it full the dude threw it full court to the kid and he fucking caught it in the air and hit the three? Maybe I mean, it was like Leitner worthy. It was nah. Yeah, I have to look. Caramel up. or caramel? Huh? Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Butter well, pecan or caramel. butter pecan? No wait, no, I'm caramel. Yeah, caramel. it's caramel. Yeah, butter pecan or butter <laughs> pecan? Uh, butter pecan. Carnegie mm-hmm. or Carnegie? Carnegie. Butter pecan. Yeah. Pecan. Yeah. yeah. Pecan. Spell it. Yeah, butter pecan, and I say I say caramel. Yeah, caramel. I don't say anything. Wintertime right. or summertime? Soft. Summer, summer. Summertime. Uh, professional wrestling or professional boxing? Boxing. Read or listen? Listen. Uh, red or black? Red. I'm colorblind. <laughs> Lead or follow? Lead. Shop in store or online? Never shop. <laughs> yeah, you got to do one. Online. Crayons or markers? Markers. Go to work or go to vacation? Go to work to go on vacation. <laughs> Yo, like the, the online like shopping thing, I've like become addicted to, by the way. I don't want to do shit anymore. I don't want to. Like, we went to Target the other, yesterday. You're like, and I can do this online? And we were looking at like, uh, like a strainer. And I was like, mm, we need a new strainer. And I was like, mm, just buy it on Amazon. Just get on Amazon. <laughs> it's literally sitting right in front of me, too. I could just go pay for it right now. And I'm like, oh, I'll just get it on Amazon. It'll get right, here by the time I get home. Yeah, straight Le- up. LeBron or Jordan? MJ. Steak or chicken? Steak. Uh, Mom or dad? Filet. Shit, you can't yeah, put me there. No, not him. Him, him that, This boy, they, his family loves each other. Family's tight. Like, his family tight, tight. If I had a deadbeat dad, I'd go with mom, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> His family is fucking tight, tight. Speaking of the LeBron thing, <laughs> he's like almost there to pass that record. Uh, yeah. A 300 point shy. And that's like all time. Like, that's that's huge. That shit won't be broken for a while. White man can't jump or above the rim. Ooh, above the rim. I think that's all of the. Juice or boys in the hood? Juice. Yeah, I got to go juice too. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I've never seen either. <laughs> what? Nope. Damn, what's your favorite movie of all time? You know? All time? Yeah. Shit, if I go with like a feel-good movie, remember the Titans? Oh, that's a bro. damn good one. <laughs> uh, Tears every I fucking go, time. I can quote that from front to back. If I go with like... You make sure they remember. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch that shit today, if actually. If I go kind of what I married into, the Italian family, um, I got to go with The Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched The, the Offer, that show? No. Nah. The, so so Paramount Network is called The Offer, and it's a, it's a series about how they made the movie and all the shit it took to get it made. and like About? About The Godfather. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, like the producer, like the mob literally came to the producer and was like, this is what happens. Nah, dog. The Offer. Goodfellas yeah. or Casino? Ooh, Goodfellas. Really? Yeah. Casino's like dope. too. Oh, I, like, I love that little monologue in the beginning where he talks about it all to take your money. Yeah, you need to watch the offer. You'll be like, yo. I just texted you so I remember. I remember the Titans. It's yeah, a solid movie. Just, we actually just watched it recently. Yeah. When he throws that fucking coach a banana. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel's a fucking beast. Yeah, he is. Every time at the end of that movie when he fucking says, you a Hall of Famer in my book, I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's just crazy how much what of that story is boys. fake, though. Huh? It's crazy how much of that movie's fake. 
fake? Yeah. Ain't none of that movie fake. That's a fucking real life. No, 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 no. That was still live, dog. Live. That's docu-series. Yeah, that fucking movie ain't fake. The whole thing, everything. What do you mean fake? Who's the dude that he threw off the team that Gary had to kick off the team? Petey? No, he kicked him off, the white dude. Remember, he was like, you're not part of the team no more? That's fake. Well, dude, you got to add you. I know, but I feel like the whole... That's how so many movies are. Yeah, but... A Perfect Storm. You ever read the book? No. A Perfect Storm is about a bunch of dudes... But Harry Potter's like the fucking... ...that sink in a boat. How the fuck do you write a book or make a movie about a person that sinks? (laughs) A bunch of guys that die. I got to remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. um, Titan... Titanic, that was real. Yeah. That was for real. That was on stage too. That shit was Y'all crazy. Y'all tried to jump into that? They sank yeah. that yeah. on purpose. Yeah. They like, yes. You look like, at the elites? Like the Titanic yeah. wasn't was the so Titanic. Much, so they were trying yeah. to implement yes, the Federal yes. Reserve at the time, but those dudes was on the boat. We already talked about that. Yeah. We know that. This shit's crazy though. Yeah. And it wasn't even Dinosaur called the Titanic. They like switched boats and shit. Yeah, nah. Dinosaurs wasn't real. Fucking aliens. Fucking aliens. Aliens is real. You believe in aliens? Aliens? Yeah. I never really got into any what of that. What about ghosts? You think ghosts are real? Nah, I can't say. I mean, I lost my brother from brain cancer at two and a half. So there was there's oh. a few times that I've um I've literally seen him as an angel. Oh shit. That's what I'm talking about. So I believe in that shit. Spiritual, yeah, I'm like spiritual. But it's like a there. split second. Like I uh-huh. walk by a wall and then I see him, but then I look back and he's there's nothing there. Right. Got so, any chills. Sheesh. That shit is is that's definitely crazy. That shit's real, dog. You know what else was real? The flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> Damn straight. We got the <laughs> black. Proof, proof. And the best it part is. about it is, he ain't even flying. <laughs> Only a fucking picture. My horse is lit now. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Rich probably don't give a fuck about plugging the social medias. But go follow Hoppin and Penthouse. Go Penn follow Hoppin and two Penthouse. Scoops. Two, two scoops. So at Hoppin. At Hoppin CLT or at Hoppin Brands. At, uh-huh. at Hoppin GVL. Pinhouse CLT, Two Scoops Creamery, uh, Lovely Bride CLT, Lovely Bride Miami, Modern Classics. Whenever you whenever you send me the picture for this promo work, send me all those. <laughs> yeah. um, I recently acquired a Don, media company. Yeah. It's kind of on the low just because I'm not really the face of it, but Explore CLT. Uh, I think that's all of them. I might have missed one or two. Peace. Dope. Deuces. <laughs> Cut me 